Race Brain Podcast. What is up? My name is Rich Ryan. Today, Bracken Crocker. Jack Bowers here, OG Squad. What's happening, everybody? Jack, let's start with you. How you been feeling, man? I mean, if you look over my right shoulder, it looks like my left over here. Uh, got my crutches in about four hours. I'll know if I need surgery or not. Ooh. What's your gut tell you? My gut was everything's leaning in the right direction until about 36 hours ago. I went to hang out with BJ and Sarah. I uh, went to their house. Just I just needed a change of scenery. I was so sick of like not leaving the house and stuff for several days. Went over there, did some one-legged assault bike, uh, which I don't know if you you did that bracket when you had your injury. It's oh, not yeah. fun, but it, it's effective. Like you get that thing up 60, 65 RPMs with one leg, and that feels like you're cresting the top of a hill during a climb. Um, but anyway, as I was leaving the house, building an imbalance. I, I'm doing one day and then two days of something else. It's mainly like hand crank. I'm I'm trying to do some revolving and be creative. But um, but anyway, as I was leaving, I uh, stubbed like I was wearing flip flops and they have like this half inch lip at the front door. And as I was leaving, I didn't I thought that it was going to be ground level and it wasn't. And I just like jammed my uh, my foot on there leaving and just everything just like buckled up and an hour later i was at home and i'm like man this is swollen it feels way different and i don't know it was you gotta tell tell the doctor about like it's like so what about this stub toe yeah tell me is there an issue now did i make no i was wearing i was wearing flip-flops because i haven't worn real shoes and like couldn't have felt good yeah yeah but jammed it and that that was a step in the wrong direction but i don't know i'm i'm being a realist unfortunately i've got a call with corinna um because she is the like she's seven months into her recovery right now so i'm i'm gonna talk with her uh after just to kind of get the reality of what's coming uh good or bad for pt well you know your face looks better it it couldn't have looked worse than that than last first, week I, first time I, i've I ever was, told you that well, your face yeah, looks good there we go i'm gonna i'm gonna save this clip I mean, anytime i feel bad i'm like rich gave me a compliment so <laughs> yeah now the the nose uh, i've already broken that before I, kn- I know the recovery it's don't do anything don't blow your nose like don't just, get hit in the face don't get hit in the face exactly i wasn't able to to shave like because moving the uh the trimmer like if it hit my nose that would have been a, a bad idea um so that's the must a little that's, less that's why the mustache yeah yeah. Right, when was the time you got hit in the face? I got cracked last week playing basketball. Someone came in with a big like a like yeah. Turn bow coming down. Downward. Downward, yeah. yeah. It was one of those where I thought, oh, that might have sliced, but I was good. Yeah. Did you uh, like a Curtis Blades elbow? Did you uh did you flop? Nah, man, I'm no flopper. Okay. <laughs> gotta get those calls. It's for the team. Bracken no. reminds he he probably would have fit in just fine in the '80s basketball. No, I'm not. I'm not a. I'm not a brutal. Okay. Player. I just yeah. on my life would never call a foul. Yeah. Same. Same. And pick yeah. up. No chance. Yeah. I just, come I just, on, man. I'll, I'll roll. I'd glare at you like, don't come on. You know that. That. Was, but I'm not no. gonna be the guy who calls it out. I'm not even gonna make eye contact. No acknowledgement. You'll never know that I know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, so I thought uh, you, you, your example was going to be getting like punched in the face or something like that. I figured Rich living in Philly, something like that probably happened. But I haven't been punched in the face since college outside of when I boxed. 
So even that would have been 20, like 16 or something like that, 2017, 2016. So I've been, I've been hit with a fist and going on like seven or eight years. I'm due. (laughs) Well, when next time we get together, we'll just go race brain fight club. (laughs) When's the last time you got hit in the face? I told you that story at Home Depot where the dude cracked me in the face. Like he was pulling the, he was showing me how to, (laughs) I mean, like, like intentionally in a fight. Oh, was that like a lawnmower that hit you? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He was pulling it back and he tried to show me the throttle and he just kept pulling it. And I leaned over, just jacked me right between the eyes. And it's just like, it felt great. I was like living after that. I was like, yeah. Um, Lawsuit right there. Yeah, he, he came was back like, the next day and asked to see the mower again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the tiller yeah. right here make growing grass. And with all this rain, no problem, Jack. Yeah, you're right. Good year for you. I couldn't even tell you last time. Like, yeah, probably some college situation that who knows. Yeah. I, I got um, punched in the face by a homeless guy in Houston. Hmm. I, was, I went to a concert and I was leaving the venue and I forgot which side of the uh, the venue I parked on. So I pulled up google maps like literally as i'm leaving just real quick type in the address because i always like ping or pin my parking location yes you down. Do. i mean if, if you're wandering around that efficiency part, efficiency yeah. it helps i'd rather not be wandering around but anyway uh that, do that look up and then there's some guy who's just tweaking out and he just like punched me in the face and i was like what the fuck like i i basically uh had no idea this was coming and then audrey was with me um and i i just like you said sorry i said sorry no yeah uh, I, i'm like back, back up i don't want i don't want him get, get near you and the guy was like trying to challenge me to like come down some alley with him i'm like there's zero chance that's happening man no way and i i uh ended up um walking to my car and apparently he did that to like four or five other people along the way you, you remember that thing the knockout game that where people would just go and just like try to knock someone out. He did it to four people and I was the lucky one who who didn't get knocked out. So he knocked out three other people or wow. I gotta be honest. Yeah. Yeah. It sucks that it happened in front of someone for you, but yeah. if a homeless man gets close enough to you to punch you, that's on it was, you. It was leaving literally the venue. The mm. guy was probably waiting for someone to come around the corner to hang out at Taylor Swift concerts like that. No, no, I'm not Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I'd see Taylor Swift live. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if the ticket, I'd get tickets to it and then resell it. I'd make so much money. She was like, she went to Philly and she says she's from Philly. She's totally not. She's from like Reading, which is like an hour and a half west. But she said, oh, I'm from Philly. Wrong. Get out they of here. Booted, yeah. They don't have tolerance for that. No, yeah. everybody, like, they posted it. Cloud on us. That, everybody a, was like, no, she's not. They, we didn't want to claim it at all. We don't, they don't claim yeah. anybody. That's like when people, like, I'm from New Hampshire and people from Southern New Hampshire are like, yeah, I'm from just outside of Boston. It's like, shut up. You're in a different state. Do you, you cannot claim Boston. I, it's just I, outside of Boston. I, I agree. I, I told I people I was from New Hampshire. Yeah. Absolutely. Taylor Swift came to our college when she was 17 and did a free concert for the student <laughs> union. Jeez. Wow. You just have a student ID, you got in free. Did you go? So I've been to a, to a Taylor Swift concert. I saw Jessica Simpson at halftime at a Temple <laughs> game when I was in high school. <laughs> yeah. That's not what I was expecting. Yeah, she was, she was dope. All right. Let's move along. Today, we have uh, Quite the intro. <laughs> a, a mix of things to talk about. 
deck of fit starting to get cranking. So I did a deck of miles past weekend. So to Kent, I want to talk about how we project Deca to kind of play out this, this season. I want to talk about how it relates to high rocks a little bit and what we can, what we can take away from high rocks and then apply to Deca. And if it really is going to apply it anyway, I'm a little interested in what you guys think about how, if Deca can catch on in Europe at this point. And, uh, also, I want to talk about the Murph record, and I have an idea I want to pitch you guys at the end of the show that I think that I'm really excited about, and I think will be like pretty sick. Unknown, awesome. So, where do we, where should we start? We got we can start with let's talk you. about what happened this past weekend. A couple big performances. Don't talk about me. You want to talk uh, about I, was, I was thinking in the in the females division, but so was I. Let's start with Rich. There yeah. we go. Me and Ken. So the main story. Kent and I went to Fit Fokker for Deca Miles, kind of where we get our get most of our Deca stuff. And in. VJ, and VJ was there as well. But so we all rolled up, and then I was ready. I was what talking happened? shit. I was talking shit to Kent. Yeah, and then he was like, "Hey, man, I don't really want to race you today." And he dodged me, and he bailed out. He went slow heat. So me and VJ went, and then Kent went. Kent ran eighteen twelve. I ran eighteen thirty two. And VJ was like 20 something and he, he w- wasn't a good day for VJ. Uh, I think he was like kind of feeling sick on, but it was kind of like his first time coming through on it. So now I'm looking at some of the DECA, DECA stuff mm-hmm. and kind of where we think these qualifying times are going to lead for this year because they've made some changes. And I think this will be an interesting conversation for people who are looking at DECA, like how they, like what they think they're going to need to run to get to qualify for the world championships that are in Dallas in the first week of December. So these times last year, like last year, I think the qualifying mark for DECA mile, because last year they only took 12. So they've expanded it to 20. Last year, the the 12th time was 1919. So I was interested in seeing like where we think this is going to, what's going to happen with the DECA mile and how much like harder, like how much faster things are going to be this year than last year. What do you guys think? I think Deca Mile is one of those events that's really hard to get a, a true gauge on stuff just because like you're at elevation, you had it on dirt versus someone at sea level being in a parking lot with like a nice circular loop that they can do. Like there, there are just a lot of variables that can truly slow you down. Um, and we kind of saw it at world championships where there were a few people, whether it was in Deca Strong or uh, Deca Fit or uh, Deca Mile, Deca Fit seemed to be pretty spot on like you knew what people did because it's always standardized but there are like a few where it's like wait you went 19 or sub 19 on this or you were 1140 it's like really and then just bombed and we're you know 10 percent slower on that championship day so i think it's kind of hard to to get a true gauge on it unless you're like one of those names that has some some recognition of course there are a few people who are going to sneak through the cracks who like clearly will will put up a real performance but i think that it's it's hit or miss on if it's like uh if you're a true contender and you put out a real big time at one of these local events yeah i think fit is fit strong is strong like things can vary but from venue to venue but it's not going to be big swings mm. mile seems like it's a uh, mm. the wild west i i watch video from i mean going way back to when who is it kent and isaiah did one in colorado yeah at uh and you're running out down an Colfax alley strong. doing doing hairpin turns and 
And that's actually favorable compared to what we had. We had, it was like a circle. It was a little uphill. It was on like wood chips. Yeah. An out and back seems to be the best way to do it. If it's a flat out and back, that's as good as you're going to get. It's basically okay. what the world champs were. Yeah. So like the, how your turns you can 160 meters is probably not going to be measured precisely. How many gyms have a wheel, which right. means they're probably using GPS. Oh, I hope for not. these things. I, I think fit Fokker, they, they take it pretty serious. They were one of like the first to buy Some it. Do. I, I believe it. But like, what's the first thing you know about a CrossFit box with all their runs they have measured out? Like our, our block is exactly 400 meters or right. exactly 500 <laughs> meters. Like, it's like, a gym no, class it, mile. It Definitely can't not. be. Yeah. It could be 408 or 512 or 470, but you don't know what it is. And so immediately when there's running involved at a gym, I'm just skeptical. And then I, I did a strong and then I did another strong at my place and then i did a fit at my place and then a fit with marcus and every bike was different and it is such a difference even the, the yeah. between the two different assault bike brands or the different models in assault bike yeah not even taking into account like a 10 year old model and a 10 day old model. it's so much happens that i think strong and fit sure but the mile is chaos and didn't I send you the differences in the air bike calories? Was that mm-hmm. you recently that I sent that to? Yeah, it's yeah. like if you use one versus the other, it's like a 40% difference. Yeah, and, and I'm talking just even assault because I think you have to have assault. Yeah. I'm not sure so. like, if they, I'm sure, I bet there's some gyms that are like, we have echo bikes, we're not buying assault bikes. And which then it's fine. Which is fine. It's that's slower. They're harder. But like but Airdyne. <clears throat> Airdyne, that's going to move. But even like you said, there's there's three different levels of assault bike and the assault bike elite, which is what the roadshow has and what will show up at Deca Fit. That rides a little bit closer to a, an echo bike. Well, it's belt driven. Yes. Right. The belt driven ones are going to be, they seem to, they don't give you the free energy. Like the chain driven ones, it, they'll, they seem to kind of carry the belt just stops. There's the biggest difference I felt. Yeah. The resistance is a little different. But the moment you reduce power a little bit, the bike immediately says, we're hitting the brakes. <laughs> we're done. Whereas on a chain driven, you'll get a, just a, a spin or two. It's like a, a rower where you can, there, yes. there is no wear up unless you're pushing. Yes. And so that can kind of happen. Even when you see athletes like uh, like Ryan Corning, how he does his DECA strong and he hammers that assault bike. And there's a point where he almost kind of completely stops at the very end. He just lets it kind of coast through. If you do that on a, on an Echo or even on the Elites, yeah, you're not going to get there. You're going to be like 24.2 no. and be like, oh, shit, and got to start yeah. going again. I mean, think, think about the running equivalent. If you just decide to stop, you don't just re- miraculously get this extra propuls- or propulsion to, to finish whatever distance. I yeah, it carries you Dude. forward. But like, if you yeah. genuinely stop, like, uh, say that you're done with a uh, an all out 400, you could pretty much be stopped within like 10 steps. Like, sure, you'll coast naturally a little bit longer than that, but like, you don't get that free return at the end. When you get when you're healthy and you're back off crutches, I want you to do that right into your program, 400 meters, and then just yeah. like try to dead stop and see how far you roll. <laughs> yeah, Deceleration that- for time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I I own that record. I went 21 miles an hour to zero in one set in right, one step, right to your face. But yep. you can go in and out on a regular assault bike, which is how I work the bike usually. 
I'll go like mm. five hard, two easy, five hard, three easy, or easier. And it keeps momentum up without having to put out the whole time. And I tried that on the Echo Bike and it just went <laughs> done. <laughs> even running, you can do in and out. You can even race surge style and you can coast for a bit. There's just no coasting on the belt driven. So anyway, I think that bike choice and things like that do matter, but certainly the distance of the run. I would say on a 160 meter run, well, which almost 160.1 is what it really should be. But I guarantee that at best you're getting plus or minus 10 to 20 meters on what it actually is. For sure. For sure. So like the deck of, up. It does. And so the deck of mile in terms of qualifiers is going to be the closest to what we have from a qualification system like high rocks, right? Yeah. <laughs> like like you said, like the strong, there's certainly layouts that are more advantageous than others. But like if you really wanted to have a good layout, like you you could figure it out. Right. You could make it, make it work or find a gym that's, that's going to, and like the gyms seem to be tinkering with it because they understand that these times do matter. So trying to be a little bit more efficient with how things kind of move along. But good miles, to bad is what? What's 10 that? 10 to 15 seconds, a good to bad, strong setup. Yeah. And it's all transition. Right. right. So I would say 10. Yeah. Honestly, probably the High Rocks World Championship had a bad setup. Compared to a lot of the gyms you'll find. Like the strong I went at the gym I did, it was a better setup than- Oh, the DECA World Championship. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big time. That's a, That was just like extended. Rich loved it. Yeah. De- DECA. <laughs> that was a DECA 400. That's a new one that they're they're rolling out. DECA Strong Endurance is what that, <laughs> one, that, what that one was. But yeah, but that, and that's where, and the DECA Mile, I think that's about as good of a setup that you could possibly have with it just kind of coasting you in yeah. and like easy transitions in and out. And when you're on that concrete floor, the sled's a little bit easier. So Kent's record 1655 is like nuts. Yeah. <laughs> and like that won't get broken until worlds this year, if it's the same type of setup. So with that, they expanded to 20. What do we think about that? So apparently we're going to be 20 qualifiers in each spot for deck of fit, deck of mile, deck of strong, deck of fire. Not Decafire, not Decafire. No. What, 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 am I missing one? Relays. And then there is and then there is teams at the end of each of these days. Yeah. So that's kind of what we think the format's going to be. It's like Friday, Deca Fit. Friday night, Deca Fit teams. Then Deca Mile on Saturday. Deca Mile teams Saturday evening. Deca Strong on Sunday. Deca Strong teams needed that one. Uh, Sunday evening, I believe, is what it's looking like. Yeah, I'm trying to pull up. Uh, we got a text from Yancey, and I th- I think that that is the correct description. So nice. Yep. This is one of those things that's endlessly debatable, and I don't know if you can fix it because it's too much for one weekend. And so, like for two heats, 20, 20 people in the mile. I think the mile is the only one that needs twenty people because it's the only one where the variance in the facilities could matter enough that there could be someone qualified twentieth that could be a top five person. Yeah. I think the strong or the or the the full you're not going to get. Like you'll have one to two people in those next eight qualifiers that have a chance. So you're kind of adding a lot of people in order to avoid missing one. So you almost need a prelim and a final of oh, the mile. Yeah, but you now you want prelim. Hmm. Well, in order to get the nasty. right people on the right weekend there. But because uh, yeah. otherwise you're going to have someone from the slow heat displace someone in the fast heat. And that's going to be like, well, 
they got to front run and got clean entry in and out. And I was running in an eighth and trying to, you know, cluster in and out. So you had somebody to pace off of there's it's both ways. I think there's going to be an argument. I don't think you can fix it because even if you wanted to do prelims and finals now, you can't run (laughs) the other events. Right. So I I don't know what the fix is other than that. It's messy because there's so many options. Well, we were complaining with high rocks that 15 is too, too small of a number for qualifiers. And they definitely have a longer race where people are, you know, on the course at the same time. What are your thoughts about, you know, should it have been 30 for, for this? Should we have done 15? Should we have kept made it 10? Cause DECA is a base 10 or should we kept a 12? Cause that's what we did last year. Like, what are your thoughts on that? For DECA? Yeah. So I don't hate the, the expansion into 20, like uh, I really I agree with Braden quite a bit in terms of like the the mile, right? That makes complete sense. And if things start to get a little bit more competitive, and if the only way you can qualify through a strong and mile are at these gym events, like yeah, twenty is a good a good idea. Like, does it need to be twenty for you know the men's fifty to fifty four age group? Like, seems like a lot. Right. It seems like if you want to do world championships, like you're going to be able to do world championships to a certain extent. So expanding it that way. But I guess the question I really have is what kind of growth can we expect? Mm-hmm. There's a couple of international events popping up. There's gonna, there's one in Canada. There's one in Great Britain. There's one in Spain. And is it going to be more, is it going to be easier to try to make this an international event? Because I mean, we're calling it world championships, but like, you know, it's pretty domestic in terms of the the participation. Yeah, Chris Woolley and uh, Anas last year. Yeah, we'll count. We'll, we'll count Anas. <laughs> you know, he lives in California. Well, I, know. I think you nailed it, Rich. Like that's the difference between Hyrox and Deca is that Hyrox is a true world championship. Yeah, you have du- double digit people in the U.S. and double digit in in Europe that deserve to be there. So fifteen is not enough. Here, I'd be happy actually with ten in each race for Deca. Keep it the ten, the Deca ten, and push people more towards specializing. Like it was cool and epic as it is to watch people try to run every single one. I don't know if it's necessary for the sport to grow. Uh, now, it, it, if it goes international and becomes a world championship, then you you got to add more qualifiers. But something about DECA and 10 sounds cool to me. I like that. And then you'd have people go after their best event. But hmm. Hyrox needs more. I'm not convinced DECA needs more, but I'm not against it either, certainly. But, I think getting not- the most good people to world championship having extra people who don't deserve to be there is way better than having people who deserve to be there missing out. Yes. Yes. I would agree on that. Let's not forget that Hyrox is a European company. So of course they're going to have more of a, an international field just kind of by default. Uh, Cause you're going to see the American, like there's no way Lauren or Hunter, you know, the, they're not going to not try that. I think that you're, you're definitely seeing, limited options to qualify for the u.s brand which is deca in this case and that's what's keeping some names out but obviously like if you expanded it there's no way that you know all the top 15 basically like they would do really well in this i have a feeling um from europe like yeah maybe not according to rich but yeah you'd have some guys that are like tim would be a stud sandy would probably be a stud then you'd have some of their big guys who i don't think running 160 or 500 would be good for them but what about Decker Strong? They've got an option there, maybe. So yeah, yeah. And I think just like the <clears throat> Jackie mentioned it briefly, the amount of events 
like we have what seven in the United. Well, I guess like I'm, I don't know off the top of my head, but it's ten worldwide this year for Deca. And when Hyrax is over, has uh, what's that? Oh, Deca, Deca fits because they've yes. got you know plenty. They have of a bunch. Of, they have a bunch of the affiliates, right? But like those, yeah, you can't only qualify for Deca fit at these like ten yep. events. Hyrax has like over thirty, right? They have like close to forty, I think, worldwide every year. So like that also. Just by the nature of having more events, it's going to be a bigger draw for people. So yeah, like there's a need, like was this expansion premature or is it, like, I don't think it's a bad thing. I kind of think it's fine. Just if people want, like they have a goal, they can make it happen. It can invite more people in. It can give more people a reason to focus on DECA Um, with, with the emergence of Hyrox and how popular it is. In popularity, like I don't really know how to quantify this. But people seem to like High Rocks a little bit more, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and and expanding is potentially a way to combat that and be like, you can you should still come here. You can have a world championship event and on on this soil. So I don't know. I think it's OK that they're up to 20. It's fine. I'm, I'm not against it. It just would have excited me more for High Rocks to do it. Mm-hmm. Because High Rocks is two years down the line of progression wise. Yeah. If, if you look at just a comparison, though. Um, having 20 there are a bunch of five year age groups now you're having essentially double the amount of age groupers and if you look at a world championship like when spartan or the tahoe for instance or any of the ocr worlds like those people in the age group divisions they show up like no matter what they're they're just they love that opportunity to compete at uh an age group world championship like i know rich you you were coaching like cheryl snow she's one of the best age groupers out there and stuff like they they take it seriously and i think that opening it for more people um to compete in that you're gonna have that's probably gonna like draw more people to to consistently do it and help it grow in the u.s yeah i and i thought it was i was kind of blown away last year with the participation at the world championships in Atlantic city and how far people would travel. Like I had a guy who, uh, who I helped coach to get to the deck of strong. He can't, he just did deck of strong and came from California. And that, that was like one race. one race. And he was like, Hey, this is something I, if I put my focus toward, I wonder like, what could I do? I still want to be competitive. Like, let's go. Yeah. He was like in the 50 to 54 and he's like, let's go. I don't care. So from that perspective, mm-hmm. I really like that they have the three different options and, and that it expands it more like, and I was also very impressed with the caliber of athlete all throughout all the age groups, right? Like it'll, this will water that down a little bit, but we're still going to get the top at the, at the top who are very adamant and, and still very impressive. So I always had that issue with Spartan where they would have like, you could qualify for Tahoe, but like you basically just had to run elite and it would just roll down so right. far that everybody kind of made it. Um, so from that perspective, I'm kind of like, I mean, it's still only 20, even on the elite side. It's going to be hard. This is not a layup to make this. No. And I think that's like the sweet spot to be in, where you could have a debate. Could we allow more people in? Yes. Versus having the debate, why do we have so many you know, jokers here? Or why do we have so many studs not here? So mm-hmm. Hyrox, I mean, not Hyrox, DECA is in the sweet spot. And I'm, I, I'm with Jack. I'd expand the age groups to 20 as well. They're the people that are going to fund this thing anyways. They're not taking home prize money, but they're going to fund the prize money and they're going to show up in droves. And the more people you get there, the more it feels like an event. It's part of the reason Hyrax is more popular is you show up and it's a, it's like a concert party. It's huge. It has energy in the building and DECA hasn't really had energy at many buildings yet. I, 
I personally think that the best thing they're doing is adding the team races. Those races are so exciting. Um, Yancy did confirm that you have to have competed on a team. Like, Rich, you couldn't say that you and Kent didn't team up. And then you're like, hey, we're going to or you and Ryland, you never actually ran a DECA team mile together. You can't just decide on World Championship Day that you want to do that. Yeah, right. Yeah, Uh, which is good. I think that, you know, you have to qualify with the people you want to. But that is where a lot of the excitement is going to be. Um, and I think especially with like age group and elite, like it would, it would just be crazy to kind of see some people going after you and Bridges record, for instance, and, and co-ed and yeah, bring it not happening. Um, but yeah, I, I think that adding the teams divisions, that's going to really bring some excitement and make it have a lot more energy in the building. And it's an extra body that could, that potentially wouldn't have qualified for any other race that's going to be there. Right. Bracken, you kind of said you were going to just, just cherry pick teams, right? Big team guy. Big team guy. Relay. Relay specialist. That being said, I still think it's a, not the ideal concept for how to execute teams. I like I don't it. love it. I like it. I mean, it's better than High Rocks. It's better than High Rocks, but I'd, I'd prefer defined roles because I think it's hard to track as a viewer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'd love to know that this person's running the first three and this person's doing the next three and then this person's doing the final four whatever whatever it's like going prop, to be like a proper relay a proper relay rather than I'm not really sure we're trying to figure out the team's strategies and their positioning and what does their positioning mean based off their strategy I don't like the fact that you I don't know I I, I like the strategy it's that, a different wrinkle it's yeah. a cool thing, but not for a viewer. And the I, sport needs viewership. See, I, I've, I've been to probably four or five of them and done the relay a few times. And just you'll you'll see like a team like uh, John Clark and Chaz Hatton, the two of them. And it's like, all right, John is a monster on the runs. And Chaz, he's a really good deck of strong athlete as well. And just seeing the two of them pair versus a very balanced team it's like they were the ones who won because they had separate strengths and stuff and they utilized it perfectly during the race like john i think he did one or two of the zones while Chaz did most of the rest and he's a good enough runner to get by at the at the beginning and i i just think that that strategy piece like it's exciting because there are some teams that stick around for like the first six zones until the air bike or whatever and it's like how are they with us but it's because they're monsters on on some of those machines and and stations earlier on and then of course the the whoever has the bigger engine usually wins out at the end, but I like the back and forth, and you never know who's actually well, predicted. I like be all the those lead. things. What I don't just you don't like? know of anyone who watched it. <laughs> That's the thing. It would need to be some sort of aerial view so you could see how people are kind of changing because it can change actually on the fly too. Like Magida and uh, Mark Audette have the men's record, yeah. <laughs> and, and during it, Magida would just be like, I can't go. Mark, do more running. Like they would switch it (laughs) in the middle, right? Well, keep in mind that you guys were there and at a track meter or something, you know what's going on. There's whispers of strategy. You're hearing, well, this person's switching to this. When you're watching from afar, all you get to see is the race and not all of it. And so you have all those pieces removed. So yeah, in person, it's going to be spectacular. But just remember that every person watching on their screen doesn't have access to the inside information. So it's chaos to the outsider. Yeah. The way that relays work on TV is that you can see where everyone stands up and you can watch very clearly if the sound was off or you didn't know anything about the sport, you would understand what's happening. And that's compelling. Being on site, 
the unknown of it gets talked about and you're like, hey, did you hear what they did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool. But we don't see that. So I'm not debating that it's not awesome. It's just not palatable for an outside viewer. So so you're basically saying there's like some confusion. It's like if we're watching a baseball game, you know, it's going to be nine innings. Like, you know, there are going to be 10 zones, but one inning might have two outs. The next one might have four and you just can't really keep track of it logically. Is that kind of what you're? It'd be like watching a four by eight where not every team runs 800 per leg. Someone runs a 1200. Someone out of order. Yeah. And so it's you have to complete 3200 meters, but there's no rule for how. And at home. Without knowing how they've delegated it, you're watching like, well, there's two people on the track. Is that intentional? And then what was that split? Okay, are they... So without knowing what the plan is, you can't gauge what's happening. Where in person, you get all of that. So I'm not arguing against that. I love it. It's just that for the viewers, which it's going to need to keep the sport going, there has to be some sort of understanding of what they're watching. Well, DECA also always is two laps, unlike High Rocks. So I think they'll have an easier way of at least piecing it together from a visual thing. Because you saw with High Rocks, it was like four laps, the world championship, super tight. Like you can actually kind of predict where people are going to be. There's never really more than like a one lap gap at any point during the race. And if you have banging ass mod jerseys, yeah. people will know. Team jerseys would be super helpful. Yeah, you know, but and maybe I'm just banging on about something that doesn't matter. But it's a point. It's I didn't know any of these things about Magida and Gaudette. You know, I didn't know about any of those things because no one knew unless you were there. True. True. And those things would make it so much fun to know. Yeah. It'd be interesting if there was like if you did have to do a commentator role on this and you saw people switching in the middle of the skier for example be like oh here's interesting and then like seeing people how they like, mm-hmm. kind of move in and out like would you be able to follow it in, like at like um, uh, yeah I, I did I that know. with dave claxton like it you can do it and then watch it yeah you did yeah figured you're too busy uh gloating after your world championship but my chest was puffed up no shirt on i was yep. walking around he's full jr smith <laughs> yeah dude <laughs> people were just bowing in his presence it was amazing yeah <clears throat> So what do we think about the times? So let's go, I'm going to kind of go through it a little bit and we can maybe kind of go through and predict what we think it's going to take to qualify and this year and potentially what we can see at the high end of, of everything. So you want to do a screen share? I could do a screen share. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to, but I could. Yeah, I could. Let's see. Let's see. Um, I think we're going to have new talent. And or new people try this who we might not expect to do is you know throw down a sub 32 or a sub 35 for the men and women um who might have been in like the ocr domain but i feel like you're see- not a seismic shift but you're seeing a shift away from ocr a lot among the top like vj mentioned he's going to go all in on on hybrid next year and stuff like i i think you're going to see some more people who we aren't expecting to do that and they'll definitely raise the uh the talent level Rich, you do a little work here. Come on, man. Please. I got I got multi-monitors now, so I'm just going crazy. I'm oh like, what can goodness. I what can I fit? Yeah. What can I see? So we're looking over here. What we got is the these are the 2023 times, and I wrote down the 2022 times. So we'll start with just DECA fit. When yeah. I say DECA, you say fit. So 
the men's times last year, the top time was 28, 28. That's Ryland's current record. <clears throat> 12th time. This is not the 12th qualifier. This is the 12th like time. Like if everybody accepted was 31, 28. The 20th time last year was 32, 27. So let me go ahead and pull up deck of fit. <laughs> see if we can kind of see, can you guys see all this? Mm-hmm. Yep. So let's get down to 20. Oh, perfect. Look at that. Look at this work I'm doing. One through 20, just fitting. Amazing. Oh. You have the perfect size monitor. I'm just crushing. I don't know. I can't see the 20th time because you're a toolbar. Oh, my goodness. Oh, uh, yeah. Bang. How about now? Oh, you go up there to. Oh, okay, Rich. I just lost some respect. That's how a... you zoom out. Is there a shortcut? Yeah. Control and then use the, the mouse, like the, the wheel. Control. You forward or back people. Control what? Like Con- hold the control key and then with your mouse on that I don't the wheel. No, I don't got no mouse wheel. Uh, all right, whatever. Uh, how about control plus or control minus? That might work unless there you're. Oh, you've got stupid. Uh, you have a Mac. Never mind. I'm on you're Chrome. Helpless. You guys are you get okay. You guys go talk about how cool Androids are. Again, we had a whole segment during the watch along for people that are interested in why Android are superior yeah. to to iPhones. If you want to check that out, we have we're up to like five thousand views on that. <laughs> It's yeah. like the only place where where that where the world championship exists. I mean, we are the bootleg world championship head headquarters, basically. We are it. If you want to watch yeah. along with have it make no sense, <laughs> come through. Yeah. So what do we um, think? What do we think what do we think is possible at the top end here? All right, let, let's see who's missing from this list. Double you. it. You just gotta double everything. Yeah. Double it? Yeah. That tenth place time is gonna be the twentieth time by the end of the year i think you're gonna have to crack 32 so? to have a shot okay to have a to have a, even a prayer and honestly it might be more like 31 i said 31 45 entering the year like do you think it do you think it's going to be like the last qualifying spot at top 12 will be the same as i think it's in between somewhere in between so like a right 31 45 High. yeah well just just look at the list right here so you've got Colin Stiefer, who he's a new name on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, VJ is going to be doing it. A lot of them, though, are pretty. Take Cowley's new, Kyle Reed's new um, from last year, but a lot of them are are repeat athletes. Grady Jackson, he didn't do one last year. Um, so you might have like five new names, and you're probably going to have most of the top 10 to 15 last year. Like we don't see Killian, he made it. We don't see Nick Riker. New... Nick Riker's up Riker's there. Yeah. Out here, dude. McGee, Dylan Scott, they haven't done it yet. So I think that True. that like there are a few names that are going to trickle down. Derek Yorick, I don't he'll somehow get in because uh he definitely can do that. Um international too. Spain, you'll fast. see yeah. Spain's gonna be fast. Yeah. Fast Same people organizers as high rocks. Fast people in Spain. But there but there are like like I would love to see BK are you muted? Impossible. I wasn't talking. Who knew? Deal, deal. Just doing jaw exercises. Uh, the fake out, pump fake, pump fake game is nice. Then, but there are some like, like, uh, well, Joffrey's in, like, in and around Spain. I mean, he's French and he lives in France, but he gets to Spain pretty often. And I can see a guy like Tiago doing well. He's in John- Portugal. Jonathan mm-hmm. Wynn, he lives in Spain. Like, he could yeah. be out there. They, the UK. Like, I don't know. Maybe, okay. maybe we'll get some. Some of the Hyrax folks. Yeah. Do you know when their event is? Not off the top of my head. 
Okay, because I know the OCR European Championships is this weekend, so you might see a shift from some people's like, all right, my OCR season like kind of peaked for that. Now I'll I'll try a new event. So is it, it does it? I, I don't know how much it overlaps over there. I think it's like there are hybrid athletes, and then there is like the yeah. like yeah. with with the, some exceptions, like Viola kind of is crossing over, yeah. but not not a lot. That's true. So can we name ten people that we think can beat thirty two flat that haven't Probably. done it yet or that will? Nah, it'd be, it'd be so close. Rich, you're not on here. Yep. Okay. Jack, are you going to? I would have. Yeah. I went 3147 last year, but okay. now I don't think I well, can we break don't know. 60. So, yeah. so we're optimistic. So you. Yeah. I, I I would like to think I will. BK, the three of us here. Yep. We got Kirk us three. Could. Kirk's not going to do it until next year. I know. Magita, Dylan. Magita, Dylan. Yeah. Then... Killian did. He's done it multiple times. Yeah, uh, Killian. Grayson Kilgore, if he gets in one. Yeah, totally. Marcus Wallace will. Marcus. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, where are we at? Seven. That's that's eight. And then just say three international athletes. Like, so you're at eleven, and we haven't even touched on any I mean, fringe athletes or people moving up. Yeah. Yeah. Like la- last year, we we named all the people. Chris Woolley had be and Dade Collins, but he's also pretty much he's going to be injured for a while i believe um Cole schwartz went 31 51 derek york went 31 59 mark Polzine went or Polzine he went 32 flat so those are and kind of got, the, like jared newby you've got two or yeah, three noob, noob sanity guys that could Forest. probably all do it yeah good yeah all right, so there's there's a number of people that aren't I would say we can name 11 to 15, and there's probably equal that who believe they will. Yeah. So it's I just, think sub 32 is mandatory to be sniffing top 20. Yeah, I don't think you'd see a Tyler Veerman or something, but like no. people in his realm could totally do it as well, who have dipped in a stadium before and have a little bit of strength. 31-40? probably could. I don't I think don't he's a good enough runner. Dude, I don't think so. You don't think so? He only went like 1240 in Decca Strong when I went head to head with him. I was kind of surprised. I'm sure you do better than that now. But yeah, that was like two years ago. Everyone's new. But, but his running is Victor. Potentially. I mean, he's been a little mm-hmm. off of his. He game. was 32 and a half or so last year. I think he's kind of his best. Land shark? Yeah. I don't know if he's fast enough. No. What are we saying? I think anyone who can go sub 64 can go sub 32. Yeah. Austin Azar. Um, Jesse Bruce. Brewster. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, Atkins, if he wanted to. Yeah. You, you've got plenty. I I, I think it's going to be 31 high. That is the cutoff. Let's and put a number more on it. rolling down with 20 yeah. options. Let's just say the 20th time. Yeah. And you've also got like John Howard and John Howard the third there. So like there are a couple duplicates um, on the official list. So it's really like, oh, 3301. It's a duplicate. So yeah, it's 33 right now. I think it's going to be 32 for the guys. Like Tate will move up. Hit. Jeremiah Mahan will move up. Yep. John will move up. John Clark will move up. Goddad will go faster than that. Yeah. Yeah. All these guys are going to go quicker. So if they race, there's only, there's three more races and they're all, the thing. They're all East Coast. East Coast. And Midwest. Shout out. No. Nope. Wayne, Indiana. Not for Oh, people. that, that is still happening. <laughs> That's not happening for you, but it's happening for the rest of the world. I just assumed they canceled it when I couldn't go. If you can't go. Yeah. Your, your world. This is the race brain. Race brain world. I'm going to fly out, qualify, and then not accept my invite just to spite that road show. Just run run like your own uh, time trial. That would yeah. be okay. I'm going to live stream it. 
Yeah. <laughs> All the runs sure. are going to be a little short. <laughs> All right. So I'm saying 3140. If you want to make the top 20 in DECA fit for the men, 3140 should be your goal. Safely. Yeah. What Safely. about podium threat? You're going to have probably five to six people under 30 this year. How close do you think the top could get to 28 flat or under? Kent's saying 27 this year. And I said, bro, better check yourself. Yeah. I'm at Aaron Rodgers. Because it's like stuff. If. That like a twenty-seven flat. If you just do, if you just do the math, it's like he thinks seven, twenty-seven flat, not fifty-nine. Not, no, say like, twenty-eight flat. Sorry, twenty-eight, okay. twenty-eight flat. You got to run seventeen flat for the five k, and then eleven flat for the strong, which is doable. Like when Rylan did this twenty-eight, twenty-eight, his deca strong broken out was close. To, it was like eleven fifteen or something. Yep. Like Kent, that. Kent has been like ten forty on right. some of his strongs. Like and, it's totally doable, but. Yeah. Then you lose that on the run a little bit. If he's would have been in the twenty eights, had he had he not messed up his hamstring in Sacramento over there. Um, woulda, woulda, shoulda. I never saw his hamstring; it wasn't hurt. He was just like limping around downtown, tossed it, uh, threw in the towel. Yeah. Sit, sit ups took him out. <laughs> yep. I think there are ten people minimum who will break thirty this year. Ten. 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 Okay, let's look at so rich. Okay, Ryland, so you already have Kent, Rylan and Kent. VJ Will. Will. Riker, Riker can, has a shot. Anas can. Yep, agreed. Anas should. Magida, and then from there, should. you add Magida. Healthy Magida. You add Rich. And then there's only six. Grayson, I think, if he does Grayson, it, he potentially. will. Grayson, potentially. Jones, Riker, Anas, Rich, Magida. And then that leaves three people between all the rest of US and all the rest of the UK yeah. and Spain. Okay. I think that 10 people, I, I'm not saying we get 10, but I think it's legit. I would put it at even money that 10 people break. Wow. Yeah, I didn't think about it like that. It could be you, Bracken. Marcus could, Wallace. Could be, could be Marcus. I think you guys are could underestimating be... the steamroller from the 414. <laughs> the Debo of Greater Milwaukee Ugh. freaking hybrid fitness <laughs> racing. The And yeah, Grayson, BK, Marcus, if we're just being, I don't yeah. know. People who it's, have shots at it. People have shots at. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Okay. So, yeah. So then to get on the podium, I mean, last year, last year, I don't, I think everybody's under under 29 or no, no. Rylan may have been 29 low. At world champs last year. Yeah. Or maybe, maybe even, maybe even Kent was 29 low. It's too long of a weekend. It was the first race. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, uh, Rich, I've I've got it. Uh, you got pulled it. up on on here. So twenty eight fifty two is what you went. Twenty nine oh five Kent. Twenty nine fourteen Rylan. Twenty nine forty seven Megita, and then thirty twenty nine for Wooly. So a little bit of a drop off. Well, it, it it's what we always say. You can't all PR at a championship no. race. No, right? Because it's not time trialed. It's not like let's get on the train and all run fast. It's it's just haymakers get thrown and that yep. knocks people off. So this record could get broken. I mean, the record, I mean, as it, we're still in the the infancy of this sport, so the record will will probably be broken. But, and then like there's three guys returning who are under 29. So you'd assume that you would need to be sub 29 to have a shot at the podium. 
um, and just how deep, how low can the athletes go into those 28s? Look at the, look at this year's um, DECA strong leaderboard. I'm just curious if anybody's put out a time that we're just overlooking for what? Took a strong? Yeah, like there might be a couple guys. Okay, so it's like you already have Megita and Kilgore and yeah. Forrest. And you, okay, so yeah, you've all been about 12 flat. Yeah, it's just trying to think if we were missing anybody. I mean, Forrest is a guy that could legitimately push towards a 30 flat. Yeah. Totally. Because yeah. we still haven't seen a healthy, high run volume Forrest. Right. Forrest has been doing all of this off of major health issues. All right, let's. So yeah, we're on deck of strong. So let's just say, okay, if you guys had to say that somebody gets under twenty eight, what's the likelihood? Under twenty eight, seventeen flat, eleven flat. You're gonna need the four of you, like the the big dogs, to all just go for it. I think that's how it happens. Yeah, it'd be like Orlando again, right? Like it'd be, it'd be this Palm Beach, Yeah, it's gonna be the Florida race. Yeah, yeah. I think there's only three people even capable of it. And Hunter. Yeah. BK. I'm putting VJ in that mix. There was something you were commentating on, uh, Brack. I think it was a 3K. And you were saying like, oh, Rylan is the best at Deca fitter in the world. No disrespect to Ryan Kent. And disrespect to me is what happened. That's where yep. I ha- that's where there was disrespect. So, okay, the three people that can do it, yeah, Rylan. I got off that, Hunter. and I had like seven messages on my phone. Like, I love that you intentionally left Rich off that. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I forgot Rich won world championship. <laughs> it, it was all it was all messages from me. Like this motherfucker, yeah. <laughs> it's all his burners. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I, I I'm sorry for that. That was a huge. <laughs> no, nope, that's fine. I put it on my shoulder. I the chips yeah. carry as we do on the show. Lisa and I started watching the last chance this week because she hasn't she hasn't seen it ever. Oh, sweet, really? Yeah. For some reason, when you said that, I thought I I immediately thought save the last dance, and I was like, that, come on, we've seen like, that. I was like, that's cool. Rewatching that. Anyway, yeah, less chips on the shoulder and save the last dance, but yes, yeah, I, some I think you're having your your MJ moment here, and I'm I'm sorry, and you're welcome. Thank you, and I'm mad. I, I 28 flat though, it would just take such a perfect race. You would need to have a good battle going and then you'd need to break away from someone with energy. Yeah. So it'd have to be a good battle that wasn't with Rylan because he's too aggressive early. Yeah. Like you, I think it would take Rylan chilling or Rich and Kent in a race together or Ryan solo, Rylan solo. I don't think it can be someone battling Rylan. I don't think he, the, the record gets set in a race that he's in unless he sets it. Unless he's it. Well, he raced well and, and smart, less aggressive at that three K. He sure did. You know, yeah. so we could Hanging see some like tactics. Place. Yeah. But he's so strong on the rower that I think he just is like, I'm going to mash this thing. Every time I sit on it, there's no choice. There's no, I have no choice but to mash this thing. Yeah. And he's, he's so good and aggressive at transitional running that again, like, I don't know I, if he ran the way VJ runs everything. I think that would be the best setup possible. Just like, let's smooth the whole race out. No, no spikes, just one flat course. I think we're overlooking VJ also because of the running component in there. Like he got, he definitely uh, got it handed to him this weekend, but he wasn't really healthy. No. I, yeah, it doesn't I, count. Yeah. I, think I, I got, shouldn't ever underestimate him. Yeah. But it's, there's so much power output required 
that he can do it, but it'll always cost him more. Like he's got to find two minutes and it probably only 20 seconds will come on the run, which means he's got a minute 40 of stations to find without getting slower and while getting faster on the run, which again, he could do mm-hmm. because his row impressed me. It and really did. But his, his experience on the machines is so small. Yeah. yeah. Compar- comparatively to what the Kent, myself and Ryland do, like he's so new to that stuff. So the, the rate of improvement could be expensive. His lifting numbers have gone up like crazy. I, I think he's going to, I don't think it's shock some people. I, I like, I hope he hears that and, like this guy's an idiot and I go out and I'm going to prove him wrong. That's cool. But I think we, I took it as we were talking about this year. I think there are three yeah. people capable of it this, yeah, all right, year. this year. Sub 28. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Not that, not that, uh, that VJ couldn't podium or even win. Right. Like cause sub 28 at a championship seems unlikely. Get VJ I mean, competition. He's in the 28s this year. Like, yep. Yeah, yeah, I think he could. I just think that the three best in the world didn't do it in their first year in the sport. So yeah. he'd have to be 30 seconds better than the best to ever do it in his inaugural year. So, I mean, I granted he's done one or two before, but this is his first year even trying to train for it. Yeah. I think it would just take more than one season for anyone to do it. Let's move on really to the Hunter, women. I guess. Hunter, for sure. He would yeah. be, he would be, he would. He'd be like the way he could giving him. I know because he'd smash the machine so hard. Like, I don't know if it would like tip him potentially. I don't know what his five, his five K and 10 K ability is not great. He was not running slowly in that race though. It's no slower than Ken's. It's still high rocks. It's still like, it's still twice the duration. So the running pace is like. He believes he's always in sub 16 shape. What? Has he ever been sub 16? Doesn't I don't know if that he matters. He cannot list his actual him. PRs ever. If you've heard him in an interview, he's like, "Yeah, I run like you know sub five for that." Like he doesn't actually list his numbers, so I don't. And know he's he doesn't have any. He's done stuff yeah. like an OCR stars. He did. He's done that. Like he did like yeah. four forties high in the mile. He was like in his three mile. I don't know, like or maybe he didn't do that three mile. He did the six mile. Not yeah. not super impressive. I don't think he's ever been under sixteen. I would take the over. Well, I don't think he's ever run many road race. I, I don't know if he has more than one 5K in his life that he's run. Imagine, as a road see, race. imagine seeing, imagine being a runner and seeing him at a at a road race. Be like, what the fuck? Matt, how do you think you the guy man th- looked here. at Bracken when he did his 800 with those pipes out there? Yeah. Well, and that's the uh, thing. Like, he's 20 pounds more than me with yeah. only another inch or two of frame. Right. When you watch him run at the beginning, you'd be like, look at this huge horse next to me. He's going to die so bad. And then at two miles, when he's still chugging, you'd be like this. It's like, do I suck? It's like, no, this guy is <laughs> yeah. happening. Totally. This guy's awesome. All right, let's move on to the women. So before talk- you do, I think he ran a 119 <laughs> half at an Xterra race with like 1600 or 2000 feet of vert. That's legit. It's good. And he beat some legit runners. And I I, I always think like, what was their thought nine miles into this as he's resurging them at like 530 pace on these trails? What is their thought of watching Hunter run a trail half? Yeah. They must be like, what? And they'll freak. Doesn't compute. No. Yep. All right. 
Now women. switch gears. Ah, uh, now we're on to the women. All right. So last year, top time, Tara Jackson was thirty-two forty-four. The twelfth place time, the final qualifier. Again, this this rolled down considerable amount, I believe. Uh, this was Miranda's time. It's thirty-five fifty-two, and the twentieth time last year was thirty-seven flat. This year so far, it's kind of lining up pretty similar to that. What I'm liking are the new names, though. That's the thing. Like, we're Nicole seeing Nicole Miracles on here. Uh, Calypso Sheridan, Viola, she's on the list. Uh, Carrie Nakuda in seventh place, she's really fast runner. Yep. Um, you saw Teresa, she she came in, she has a couple podiums or, or one at least. Julie Best, national series podium, she's in 17th. Faye Morgan's in 19th. So that like we know these names, and if they're barely you know on the cutoff right now, that that's good for the rest of the year, in my opinion, without any East Coast race yet. Yeah, and you'll, there's some good East Coast hybrid women. Like Meg has to run. <laughs> yeah. Right. Laura Cummings. Laura you Cummings. Seen her yet. Vivian. Right. Who'd you say, Bracken? I said, yeah, and Meg, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, Meg's for sure. Uh, we, we would imagine that we would see. Oh, man. I can't believe my, this is slipping my brain. Bad Kelly job, Roglowski, She's not on here. Uh, Well, not Callie. Uh, Chris Roglowski. Kelly. Yes. Kelly. Sullivan? Probably, but who got third oh, yeah. at who got third at High Rocks? Oh, um Jesus. Bell McFarlane. Bell McFarlane. Well, you would imagine yeah. we see Bell McFarlane in, in this as well yeah. with the with the splashes she made. And she yeah. probably Alondra's did really well. Alondra's not on here. Yeah, so this is about to get real thick. Real and this seems to be there like the new names on the women's side are it's they're they're more prevalent than on the men's, yeah. I would say. And Tara's got like she, you said she went thirty two forty four. She's thirty four or four right now, so she's got a lot of a lot of time to get back in shape. Um, oh, Meg Jacoby's not on the list. Forgot about her. No, we didn't. We said it. You weren't oh, listening. I'm, all right, sorry. I was we said it like twice. Twice. Uh, we said at least Damn. two. We, th- we said her name how many times? Bracken three, four. Sounds like seven. Twice. Seven ish. Dang man, deaf. I was Dang trying to look up Hunter's Xterra race result. Oh my goodness, we've moved along. Not me. I'll never. <laughs> I'll find it. I will die. Uh, so yeah, where do we think on the women's end, right? Like, so the top time thirty says one twenty six. That's not as fast as you said. Fifteen hundred feet of vert trail, though. Yeah. What won that race? It did one nineteen even win that race? Um, what shoes was he wearing? More importantly, one twenty four by Anthony Fagundas. 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 Yeah, Anthony Fagunda. All right, let's go back. Guys, what do we stay, stay on track? Top, the the top. other surprising thing, you you look at this, and there are so many thirty-five to thirty-nine-year-old women in this list. Like it's just that that category is everywhere in here. So holler or thirty to thirty-four. Yeah, it's a you you we get a little bit more young talent. That'll be that'll be even deeper. Still got a couple of years, I think, until this attracts the younger talent, the yeah. youngish. Yeah, and I wonder, like this is this. It was interesting because I was watching. I forget the guy's name. There's a there's a British dude who has a pretty big YouTube following who does high rocks. Um, I, I forget. I'm sorry, Mark something maybe. But he did it the Decafit in Spain, and he made a point that he's like, I don't like running, so I'm think I'm gonna like. So I'm excited about less running for Decafit. And to me, it's like if you're no good at running, you are not going to do better at Decafit. It is worse for you. Stations are too short. Yeah. Stations are too short. Running and the running's too fast. Yeah. Yeah. 
What's if the shortest like, station in High Rocks duration wise for the best person on earth? Farmers or no, nope, nope. 15 sled push in Hong Kong, sled push in Hong Kong. <laughs> but yeah, farmers you can get it'll be like 120. And you're gonna have what three to four stations under that in yeah. DECA? Uh, Easily. yes, at least step overs, sit ups, lunges, lunges walk ball overs, farmers, farmers, farmers. bike for the you have best. a lot of that, like. Most of them the 60 second race. Yeah, so 60% of the race is done in 75 seconds or less. Yeah. Yeah. So um, on the women's end, this is, this is going to be really interesting. I think that these times will definitely bump down. So what do we think last year, the top qualifying time uh, is 35.52. What do we think that, and right now that the the 20th time is 38.28. Do you think it'll get much faster than thirty than thirty six flat with all those names that we mentioned? I mean, I'm just looking at the names and seeing Faye Morgan and Julie Best right around thirty eight flat or so. That that and Michelle Navarro, she just ran some uh, sub six pace for a five k recently. Like that's pretty good on the women's side. So I think that that thirty seven to thirty eight range is going to be pretty clustered. I think it's the same time as last year. That's what yeah. we're looking at. You think it is going to be at that 30, 35.50? I do like seeing Nicole yeah. like, and and other people. Will Katie Duke's going to be really good. Like, yeah. Just seeing some of these new faces trying it, that at least is a promising sign, um, even if the 37 flat is pretty similar to what it ends up being. Um, but yeah, I think, so, I think there are five-plus names who haven't done it this year who are going to be sub-35 or so. What already. I meant, uh, Rich, though, oh, is 37. Best. Oh, okay. Is that is no, I, I, I misspoke there. I think thirty-seven flat is probably for twentieth. For twentieth. Okay. Thirty six. Yeah, maybe even thirty seven mid. We would hope it'll be faster. What the hope would be is if we expand this field that it would still it wouldn't water things down as much. We'd hope that the times would be faster this year, right? Like if the twentieth time last year was thirty seven flat, we would want it to be faster than that this year. I'm right? not sold that it will be on the women's side. It seems like the depth, the depth down, like, so you think it, like, I'd be, a, I'd be pretty uh, shocked if Teresa Rumfala, Rumfola doesn't make it with a 37.06. Yeah, she'll, she'll definitely be faster. And, uh, well, she might not run another one. 37.30, I think, That's probably true. is 20th by the end of the year. We're saying 37.30. I don't know. Well, just think of what happened in Anaheim. So you you had Lauren run away 33-49. Calypso was about a minute behind her. Nicole was about a minute back. And Katie Duke got a, or she missed a lap or something. So those four kind of broke away. And then you had 37.06 to 38.28. So within like a minute, you had seven people. Um, So I think that you could have some, and a few of them were within a, a couple seconds of each other. So I think that you could see a pack getting fitter as the year goes on. And then that kind of closes the gap and you get some of them in the 36 range instead of in the 37s. I I'm buying all of that. My only reservation is that so many of them are West coast and I yeah. can't guarantee that they'll actually do another one. Well, right. you, you That's had the Tom only Hogan, reservation. You had Tom Hogan willing to go to Ireland to make the last spot. And that'd be easy for him. Yeah, I, I think you're going to see some people like West Coast versus East Coast. I think Teresa, she's in uh, Lagstaff, I think. And 
let's see julie best she's where she like utah i think um faye morgan's california so yeah of course it's gonna take some travel but some of these uh, katie duke she'll probably say 36 47 she's in idaho i think but yeah i mean people do travel to the east coast it's not that weird you saw plenty of people from colorado and utah go to um and california go to palm beach for the 3k like i don't see a reason why they wouldn't do one of the next or one of the remaining three it's like how much do people care yeah people care about high rocks yeah to a deep like and these these might be like this and this is like a lot of these athletes that you mentioned it's their first year doing it and they're just like testing it out like how in are they are they willing to do uh, California to Orlando trip for this some 30 something minute race that, you know, they might not care that much about. Well, especially since you're, 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 you have to buy two flights. If you're doing another one, you've got to do another, another one too. So do all of them care enough to fly two more times? I just, I don't you mean for Dallas no. world championships. Yeah. Or? Yeah. Like if you're going to travel for Orlando and you get a qualifier, well, you already traveled. You might as well go to world. Historically, we see that the women's field is a few years behind the men's, not only in performance in most things, but in dedication to traveling and going after things. So yeah, we saw Tom Hogan do it. Well, Hyrox is probably the exception to the rule. Has DECA shown yet that we have hybrid fans for it? I mean, uh, not hybrid... um, what am I trying to say here? Rabid fans. Mm, not sure. Especially on the females. I just, I don't know. So I would Faye Morgan, would, would these people who have children or have jobs want to do this? I just can't guarantee that all of them will fly all the way to the East coast to race. So yeah, I'm still saying 37, 10 to 30 is the cutoff. It, it might be appealing to go to the East coast because it's in Orlando and you've got Disney world and stuff. If you're, if you have kids, then argument. if you super, have kids super expensive yeah buy that, you're buy taking fa- out a loan buy that fast pass <laughs> for everybody all right <laughs> i heard that's required now i'm you know i'm gonna i'm gonna be no kids on the way no real plans but i want to be anti-disney i'm gonna be like dude this is all yeah we're not going no nah, that's not <laughs> happening like you can watch pr- disney on tv this, this princess situation as it is not even real shit is super fake <laughs> yeah sending wrong messages all right, so we're saying 3702. What do we think is going to happen with that top time? 3244 was at the World Championships last year. Tara Jackson in peak shape. She also was right, right around 1250 for the strong. Where do we see this going? I mean, just look at what happened at uh, High Rocks World Championship. You get Megan here. You get Lauren battling. Lauren's not going to be afraid to go out hard. She did that every single time. She And when she steps into Decafit, she was like basically trying to get ahead of Nicole, which doesn't happen. So you know if there's a world record in her, she's not going to be afraid to go after it. And it might just happen on accident because she goes out hard. I mean, and Meg could be better at this than she's at, at High Rocks. Yeah, and and she and Lauren are just such different athletes. Meg is the type of athlete that will continue to break world records. Mm-hmm. And Lauren's going to keep running after championships. <laughs> keep winning championships, yeah, for sure. Not not that anyone has the... I wouldn't say anyone's the odds-on favorite to beat Meg <laughs> in a DECA this year. We saw her just like 
roll out of bed last year and decide to drive six hours and and win. You know, <laughs> yeah, she's just she crushed everybody. Ni- nineteen nineteen in a deck a mile is na- again that was that course very favorable, but that's nasty. That's it's so, so good. So I think all three records are broken this year. Oh yeah. Well, well one we, already was. Yeah. No. Well, again. Weekend. Yeah. That's strong. I don't know. And we'll get to that. So, so I, what is even possible for this, for the women? Um, that strong is so good. Jack, can you pull up Tara's splits real quick? Yeah. From, uh, from worlds. I, can yeah, I, I, I can't share my screen. It's, uh, acting up, but I can read them off if you want me to. You have it. You have it easily available. Cause I could pull it up as well. No, I've got it. Uh, her 3244. Um, she went 1905 for her 5K, and I've got the rest if you need me to. Okay, so 1905. Yep. Um, so that means that she went 1339 for her zones. Okay. So in theory, if she's like Kent, she can basically match her uh, deck of strong, and same as... Well, her strong is strong is forty seconds slower in terms. Yeah, of yeah, I'm saying so. She might have forty seconds of wiggle room right there, so that puts it at about thirty two flat, like in a perfect scenario. I think Lauren Weeks, um, she was running about nineteen flat when she did the race in uh, SoCal with Nicole. I Meg should be faster, um, but you'd think, but that means Lauren should be faster. Also, I, I don't know. I I think you, you might see a thirty one high. As crazy as that sounds this year. Yeah, I think it's harder to project what's going to happen on the women's end than on the men's because the returner, returning field is pretty similar. And what we've seen just happen in High Rocks on the women's end is just things that didn't seem possible, right? Yeah. And what, what Lauren and, and what Meg have been able to do in terms of their performance. Yeah. I agree, man. I think sub-32... Let's take a look also. So solo this year, you had Kent, VJ, and Ryland all win their races. No one was there to challenge them during those races. And they've all, well, besides VJ, but both of them have run, what, about a minute faster? And Lauren was in no man's land the entire race when she did 33.49. So that means like getting in some competition. She, in theory, should be about a minute faster. So and then she's just a great championship racer. She might even be faster than that. So yeah, I, I, 32 low, maybe even 31 high, which is just crazy to think about. All right. Let's let's mark it down. Bracken, what do you think? You think that's a crazy guess or? I think they break 32 before a guy breaks 28. Yeah, I would say that's fair. I would say that's fair. Okay. Because usually there's about a 10% difference in terms of 20, right? 15 to 20. For what? For their degradation from the men's deca times? No, I'm, I'm just talking in general, like track and field. It's like 10 Right, I'm saying, but what is it at right now? Um, I, I don't know, that. but what I was going to say is relative to Ryland's record, it should in theory be about a 3145 if mm-hmm. you're at about 10%. All right. Yeah, I think that's fair. The thing and in... And DECA, th- some things aren't scaled. The machines aren't scaled, right? Like uh, the box isn't scaled, but some things Air are. Air bike, right? especially the longest station, you've still got to do 25 calories either gender. Yeah, that 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 doesn't seem to, that's not apples to apples. Which makes that 1251 really impressive. Well, what is even more impressive was the record that we just saw happen this past weekend from Carly Wopat. 
eleven eleven fifty five in a deck of strong. Where would she be in the men's field right now? Up there, definitely in the top. Yeah, that's faster than I think you went this year, right? Come on, they have they don't for some like this is my time in it. They don't have my. I don't know, oh. like some of I was I was eleven thirty one last year. It just doesn't qualify for this 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 time. Calendar right? year, yeah, yeah. This one okay. does for some reason though. So yeah, she would be sixth, faster than Megita, faster than Forrest, faster than your listed time, that's, faster than Grayson. That's that's disgusting. crazy. Yeah. Uh, Is there? Do you have any question marks about it? Kind of. I don't know how, but like. Like as a strong, like we said, like the only thing I could think of, I've been on some assault bikes that are not calibrated well and that are way fast. Yeah. That's the only thing I could think of because like she would have had to get off of this thing in sub. Like, so just go, let's just go over. Like, so it'd be sub 80, uh, sub 60, I would think. Probably. Like, my, like my, so my deck of strong splits are generally like, 140 on the row, 147 on the ski, and then like 55 on the bike. And that got and that like touch to touch. Yeah. Right. Like when I'm on or that, when you that, press the display. Uh yeah. Like that that's basically touch to touch, I would okay. say. Gotcha. <clears throat> so and that's like holding 81 RPMs or something like that yeah. on the bike. Um that's so. I mean, Carly is. She's six two. She was a pro volleyball player. Six so. two, jacked, yeah. and has a bit of an engine. Yeah. yeah. So, like, if there was somebody who was going to pull those times, like that's very advantageous on the machines. Yeah. With who we talked about that in previous episodes, maybe I was on the watch along. Like the size matters on those things, and she has it. Like, maybe, <laughs> but like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't see where it would have to be a screwed up assault bike. I mean, even if it was screwed up, what say she got 20 seconds from that. The rest of her race is still legit. Yeah. It's still a record. Regardless, she <laughs> right. still set the record by what? 30 seconds at a minimum, no matter, even if we're skeptical on, on, a I'm not saying record. I'm skeptical. No, no, no. Skeptical is the wrong skepticism word. Skepticism comes into play. Anytime a record is obliterated, yeah. obliterated. And she, and stacks up against the men. And yeah. she recently, like, she took off a ton of time in a short amount of time, too. Yeah. Like, she's Nick Riker. <laughs> we were like, come on, bro. Are you serious? <laughs> we know yeah. how good Nick is at things and how fit he is right now. Yeah. Just, she's within striking range of Ryan Kent right now. Yeah. No, I know. I, I <sighs> because of the her, her company, it's hard to even fathom. Yeah, so I did the math, and Bob Beeman, when he set the uh, long jump world record and just obliterated the old one, it was a six and a half percent improvement, and Carly went five point nine percent. So it was Bob Beeman esque. It's crazy. Pretty good. It is yep. So I mean, like, if terms... she so if she does it again, then. You know, it's, it's, it's totally legit. I, I still believe it. Like I know that yeah, we, we kind of started the episode saying like, you know, some deck of miles where we're a little skeptical, but we kind of in general buy into strong. Like, I just think given her background and stuff, former team USA volleyball member, like big, which just is her size, power output. Yeah. Just her size. Yeah. yeah. This isn't me talking about her because 
there's no reason not to believe anyone's time. I don't believe anyone's times outside of a deck of fit until I see it at championship. I think only because there's so many things that can accidentally be done wrong, especially since all the reps are different. Like 20, 25, 30, 20, 25. It's all so different that so many things can go wrong and things can be misweighted and you could pace out the sled distance. The sled sled could be variable as well, depending on the surface. And like there's even the sled itself. There's not a standard for this. It could be one of those try uh sled uh try um is that true a runner sled like if that's what they have at a strong that's what they have i guess so so anyway i that's not about her it's about everyone's i don't believe anyone's time until i see them compete against other people so true yeah she should be the one who could do it if there is someone for sure like if it was someone else i would really be like hmm but even still her is just like holy what (laughs) yeah yeah, the time like head like holy shit. I was like, man, I gotta be a little bit better than this. Then yeah, <laughs> made me feel like, bad about myself. Yeah, twelve fifty, right? I got a yeah. second last year. I'm like, no, 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 it's not good. Um, <laughs> so that's amazing. So I mean, the the strong and the strong times on the like on the men's side too. Like we're gonna see a lot of improvement depending on who mm-hmm. comes in. Uh, so these things are really they really are hard to project. Like we'll yeah, need. You're not going to see uh, Ryan Cornish. He it was actually a, a hip issue, not an ACL that I mentioned okay. before. Got corrected. Um, yeah, but he he did. He's out for the year. He's got surgery and stuff. So Dang. Kevin Gregory, though, should we give him a shine right now? Bubs? He's nasty. He's been waiting for like he's been around for like a decade in in OCR and stuff. I I think that he was just waiting for some way that his talent could get shown off, and he's a monster on the machine. So good on him. So good. Large individual. And yeah, I know he's like, he kind of took a page out of Corning's book. Like everything is, everything is bike, but like, like Kevin's an endurance athlete. Like he's done ultras. He came 24 hour ultra. Yeah. Didn't fail a single obstacle. And he has the ability to do well on other pieces where Corning is just a power machine and his, his capacity to do work is much lower. So he has to really kind of, figure out where to spend it. I think Kevin's a better endurance athlete. So I think if he improves across the board, like this 11, 11, I, I, I like, that seems like something he should be able to do. Has, is, is that the all time record? Uh, I think it's tied. I think Kent was 11, okay. 10 or 11, 09. Yeah. I thought, I thought Kent was like, Kent still faster, has it, I believe yeah. someone's going in the tens this year. Yeah. I think that that, yeah, these times could get way faster way faster in terms like of at the, the top in terms of the depth oh like, depth yeah definitely like the, yeah. The, the qualifiers like last year where are we at where are we at where are we at, where are we at? yeah but we we saw some people who were like 12 low who ended up doing like 14 and change it's that. still it's a championship though it's like what, i know people, but that's like, a big drop off i think to get in you're gonna need to be like 11 40s 20th i wouldn't doubt it these so things right make, now, that's that would be like fifth place. You think there are going to be fifteen new people come in, or who improve ah, their times? I think it's right around twelve. Yeah, twelve flat, maybe 12 under. Flat. Okay, I could see it. Well, because look how many people are within twenty to thirty seconds of twelve already. That I'll believe. Like, look, if I show up two stations, I'm under. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people who haven't done one. 
scroll down a little bit, just who's in the twenties and thirties who might, you know, this dude, this dude, I, this dude, Ivan, Ivan Milan, he goes to 45. Bubbles, he goes to bubbles. Gym. He's just this massive, like Russian dude. who was like, he can pull, he pulls under one thirty in a strong on, on uh skier. It is crazy. The whole machine's like moving. It's like, Oh my it's, God. Uh, Jeremiah, he'll, he'll get faster. Jared. Yeah. Jeremiah. Oh, Jarrett newbie. Yeah. Yeah, Gunther should okay. be faster than that. Mark Paul Z. Fontaine. Is Nubian? Oh yeah, Jared is there. Two of them. He's gone twelve forty three and twelve forty six. It looks like so. That's kind of he'll probably be relatively close to that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I think that that like I was in that range last year, and then just had a good one and ended up like yeah, right around twelve flat. Yeah, or under. I was under. Right. I was eleven fifty something. And like you don't have Rylan on the list right now. Um, hmm. He hasn't done one. Uh, you, you've got plenty of big contenders who should. Be I'm just gonna keep back. ringing the bell, Isaiah. Isaiah, oh, this, no, for this, sure. I will. I, I'll give you that one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So yeah, that'll be interesting. The Strongs, and I mean, we've already seen it in the women's end, like the high end of what we're gonna. Marcus. See, like, Marcus is going to crush this. This is, Colin this on is here? where the High Rocks people would shine in my opinion. I know that they can run also, but like just straight up aerobic work. Colin, like, Colin Stiefer is going to be, Colin's going to be good. Mark well is going to be 12. Nasty. He's going to be well yeah. under 12. Yeah. Marcus will come out like 1130 or 40. I think you're right. Yeah. He's a beast. Debo. Yeah. Um, there was someone else too. Who I was, I was, but yeah, I think you're right, Jack, people who are into high rocks because of the strength elements yeah. who might look at Deca like, eh, like they can come in and do really well on a strong. Yeah. Yeah, there were actually only seven people who ended up breaking, or six people who ended up breaking twelve forty four last year in the World Champs. So, I you just saw. I think some people race. went out championship. I think that some of them just went wow, out running in it. Yeah, Deca four hundred. Yeah. What did Marcus time trial his two K ski in? Was he like six thirty eight? Uh wow. He was just under. Yes, he was just under six forty. I mean. That you're talking about just different types of power output. Yeah, it's kind of thing. That's better than my row 2K. Yeah. Yep. It's better than my row 2K. Mine. <laughs> well, yeah, I said it was better than mine. So like And we all we all know Bracken has the slowest out of us this year. So no, have what have you, have you done? done? You did it. I, I went six fifty three and you went like six fifty five oh, yeah. or four. No, I wasn't that fast. I was like fifty six or fifty eight. Okay. So, well, there Under. we go. Under. And mine was at altitude. I did. I, I, I tried that to air resistance on that fan. I'm not buying. That's it. true. It was at Kent's garage. He's got all the times. He's got a humidifier down there. Yeah, yeah. The uh, I start. I tried to do a 2K maybe two weeks ago, and I just went way too hard. And I was like, I'm the fucking man. And then like eight, 800 meters in, I'm like, I need to stop. <laughs> I like actually bailed. I was like, yeah. I, I was hurting way too bad too soon. I was like, this isn't it. I'm not a good enough rower to get out hard. I have to negative split my 2K. Yeah, which just, isn't it's not like, ideal. Yeah, it's not a, which means I'll just not hit my my best because I don't spend enough time rowing. Yeah. Like that first four hundred is usually can be a little bit faster because you can get out real hard and then yeah. settle. And like those first couple of strokes are like kind of free. Yeah, but I just got out hard and stayed there. I'm like yeah. stayed. Yeah. And then I died and then felt really sad for a while. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm better now. Yeah. All right, so. 
we touched a lot on Decca, and like now, now but, that Hyrox is over, we're gonna see this will probably be a focus of what we're thinking about a lot more. So, yeah. look at Carl kind of, Fallish on there. He named his mild? garage. He he named his garage. That that's yeah, he garage. went in the 18s. He's like the third fastest right now. It's fast. Yeah. It's time is faster than mine. 1824. Yeah, yeah that's we'll not a gym. That's his garage's world. name. I like that. Yeah. The hybrid garage. What's your gym name, Bracken? It's just the lab. That's the lab. We call yeah, ours dungeon. The dungeon. It could be a dungeon for sure. Yeah. We call ours the shop because there's some the like wo- there's some woodworking back there happening too. Yeah. I don't want to call it the lab though. Because a lot of people are up Richard that. Diaz. Yeah, a lot of people are you using know, that. He's got this. So I don't. I don't have a name. I guess I just always. We just say we're going to head down to the basement. Look, it's, the ba- it's the basement. I guess so. Look, look at B-A-S-S. this list right there. Yeah, number number seven on the list right there. Age fourteen to seventeen. Cade Collins. I like it. Not Dade Collins. Cade Collins. So it could Collin, be Collins. Death. He camp. has kids. I don't know if it's his, but. See, that's what I'm talking about, man. That's what I'm talking. If like kids who have been introduced to CrossFit at a young age start yeah. to catch wind of this stuff, they're going to come out. We're in trouble. It's going to be a problem for, especially for the older look, folks. Look what happened in the women's field for CrossFit in the past couple of years. It's like they're all right around you know high teens, 20, early twenties. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And even dudes like Maderos is young. Yep. Yeah. That's just my official ticket out of even trying to pretend or contend anymore you got yeah. teenagers giving it to you it's it's yeah. time that's when you just actually know Be like, oh okay i was just hanging on because nobody was really around yeah but if like it's all a bunch of kids 25 and under then it's like i'm you now know. i'm an age grouper now yep go go to glenn, the uh, deck of strong women let's see them glenn could realistically be that kid's dad <laughs> age-wise sure. Sure. yeah it's crazy huh? Look at Jess, though. Jess Petro. Wow. She was in uh, World Champs last year. 1250. She's better than Meg. And I was Meg. What, when did Meg do that relative to like her High Rocks world record? That was in the beginning. Yeah, no, it was like somewhere between like Chicago. Yeah. And and there, like, yeah, she, she came out and ripped one, but um, with very I'm little a- prep. I'm impressed with Jareen right there, 1305, and Jareen's Chris, 1304. Like Jareen's a beast. Yeah. So we'll probably see a lot of this too. Like last year, the 12th time was 1352, which is right around that now. Or no, I guess. When is Carly's from? I don't know, but like, see, I don't know. Like she has a time on here that is 1332. So she's taking like two minutes. Got to update minutes, that. Two minutes, yeah. Well, I mean, you've got Vivian in thirteen forty six. There's no way that's her cap. And then Sherry Adams made the top twelve last year. Jillian yeah. Ford also last year. I, you're gonna. I wouldn't be surprised if it's thirteen oh something that makes it in for the women. I think that's fair. Thirteen oh is a good place to shoot for for, uh, for top twenty. But yeah, like more more athletes could come in. I mean, the shit is blowing up. Where's Lauren? Yeah, Lauren's not on here. All right, let's move along. So deck is going to be interesting now that we have uh, – Hyrox is over. I mean, the season's been going along, but we've had Hyrox there and the championship kind of building up. So now we'll have some time to talk about what deck is going to look like and what the and how these performances are going to move along. So we can talk about a couple things. 
You guys choose. We talk about Murph, or we could talk about Hyrox Qualifier. I thought we were gonna have guests for the Hyrox Qualifier one. If we we're gonna, we're gonna have a that. debate, but we need it. We haven't really laid it out sure. in a succinct way. Fine, sticking with Hyrox. BK, I think Murph's dumb. Come on. Yeah. yeah. How dare you? Yeah, people bastardized this fantastic, like patriotic movement in order to like just chase cloud on Instagram. It's a pretty cool record because of how much it's been done though. Bad part's cool. We're talking about this. Chris Woolley just made an attempt. He ran 35. Uh, I did have this down. 35-12. Alec Blennis has a record. And these are both OCR guys uh, who are who is 32-41. Yeah. Yeah, Hunter's in there somewhere as well. So, and this is a, a workout that kind of it, it came from the military background and really got popularized through CrossFit. So some of the best functional fitness athletes, hybrid fitness racers in the world have taken this on. So for that reason, I think it's kind of cool. It is cool. I'm just sick of it. You're done I'm, with s- it? I'm not sick of it. I'm sick of the people surrounding it, the fringe. It's a real negative take of mine. I'm sorry for it. I want to be more positive. No, hey, but uh, your shirtless selfie doesn't help Murph's memory. That That's not why you're posting this, right? Like if you're going after the competition record, fantastic. Make it about you. But if, if you're writing this post because it's so cool and it's honoring this person, like put a picture of him. It's not sure. your chance to flex for the camera. I'm kind of, it's just another, a, another reason for people to be look at me rather than look at the reason. So, so now I'm done. I'm off my soapbox. Let's talk about the competition of Murph. That, okay. That's fair. That's fair. Like what, what, why, we're, why people are doing it might get lost from what it's been, what's been going on for so long. But, uh, well, I'm okay with people saying I'm chasing the workout, the record. I've done that twice. I've gone after to see how fast I can do it. That's cool. What's your PR? people who are like, Oh my goodness. I don't even know. Oh, you're lying. I want to say I cracked one time went 49. Ooh. And then the other time I thought was like 10 minutes faster. Okay. I thought it was 39 and 49, but yeah. uh, anyway, like be honest with it. If you're going after the record and you're doing it as the workout, do it. That's cool. But I'm, I'm just tired of people like trying to pick, pr- just reasons to put up swell pictures, but then claiming military, like honoring, like you're not honoring the military. You're putting a picture of yourself. It's just a sick workout to do that. You get that. Yeah. There's a photographer at, and it's a fun, it's a fun community event. Like if you have done it at a CrossFit event, I've had both of mine have been. Yeah. It was very fun. Very fun times. So Chris fell just short. Um, Talked to him a little bit. He kind of cited how, he just got too amped. It got uh, oh, got in over his head on terms of the plan, and just like like the the spectacle around it was a little bit too much. He thinks his fitness is there. He's going to give it another crack, and uh, yeah, pulling for him, rooting for him. He, if you watch his reps, I didn't see anything that was questionable. So I think that if he does improve his time substantially, like you're not really going to see anybody complain about it. The only thing that we'll get complained about is the thing that always is, which is we got to discuss the weight vest. When the push-ups just go until the weight vest makes contact, but there's three inches gap between the vest and your chest, it's an issue. You think I'm not so? saying, yeah, well, yeah, but like if, if, if it was hyperware, it would be three inches difference of depth or four compared to something that's hanging low. And you see these people that 
are just like get get done with the 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 push or the pull-ups and just unloosen their 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 vest and then it just hangs forward and they're just doing like mm. little that's the only place his squats were beyond reproach blennis's were beyond reproach uh their eloquent, pull-ups look eloquent i'm broken right yeah but the form Disgusting. like so deep yeah yeah which i think is necessary to go fast in these things you got to go deep yeah but uh the the, the push-ups are the ones that all those fitness people online are like, these aren't push-ups. It's because the only rule is chest hit the ground. And if you have a saggy weight vest on, then it just sags to the ground. Fitness people online are like the buttholes of the internet. <laughs> they really they just, are. Like, those aren't real pull-ups. Like, dude, this is a competition. If you're seriously going to complain about CrossFit pull-ups still, like, you have no idea what you're talking about. Like, it's just a different thing. It's, different thing. It should just be renamed. Yeah, just should. call it a different movement. Then there's chin, no issue. Chin over bar, chest to bar. No, I think all we need holds. to know is did Murphy back in the day do kipping pull up? <laughs> That's true. Probably not. Probably not. But again, w- this isn't that. This is a competition. In competition, pull ups for time are dumb. So you have to do butterfly. Have to do it. It's a capacity thing. Yeah, if you're doing strict bulbs for lat engagement and hypertrophy, yes, they are less than they are less than ideal. Yeah, but for time, they are they are ideal. They are more appropriate from that perspective. Okay, so anything else on Murph? Just want to give give our guy a shout. Yeah, I mean he went after it. It's went at, it's tough went, to put yourself out there for you know, saying, Hey, later this week, I'm going after the record. And a lot of people are looking at you. So you don't want to crack. Cause it's like, it before. really sucked too. It didn't look fun at all. That back half was that last little, mile. He was still fighting though. That last mile was not good. They, they, they looked rough, but he was still, he like picked up the pace a little bit here and there. He's trying. I think it's one of the ultimate tests of functional fitness. You might even call it. You just can't hide anywhere in that workout. Yeah. And I think it's kill really me. mentally difficult to execute. Because you have to hold yourself so rigid to what you can do. You can't tip because there's just too many reps, but you have to break so often that it's like breaking on the sled. It just, it doesn't feel like competing until you're smoked and then you're dead and then it sucks. Like it's just a very difficult test physically and mentally. And so anyone who goes after it and finishes has my respect. It's like doing singles on barbell work. It's like way easier to just string these together, but at what cost and- Unpar- unpartitioned 200 push-ups with a weight vest nasty it's a problem yeah. <laughs> major Holy. issue yeah. major issue for for a skinny runner guy chest and long arms you know That's i wonder if he ran into three the same, arms I wonder if he ran into the same thing hunter did which is uh what what alec didn't run into which was uh alec didn't go super specific in training for this and the other two guys, I think, went after it. And then it's hard not to get overworked uh, at, yeah. you know, hinge points, insertion points. It's a really damaging style of training. And it's so easy, I think, to tip over. Hunter tipped badly in training. It just seems like some of these guys, most of them, PR in practice leading up to it and then are overcooked. The old high rocks. Hey, I got the world record. Easy. Watch. Except this one is the same in training, right? <laughs> True. Can you I just usually forget. just 
train where you're going to compete it. And Alec was the only one who went after it without doing a training block for it. His pressing is just so, so strong and his levers are just so small. Like it's a good workout for him. Right? Very good. It's a good workout for him. I mean, that's pretty, and it's impressive, you know, 32 something on partitions. Very impressive. Yeah. Really I mean, good. what would you find outside of like, like a fresh Frazier or someone you would build Alec. If you wanted to do it, you would have someone with a massive engine, compact frame, very, very thick torso without long arms, and someone with huge work capacity, really good range of motion, and huge pressing. Yeah, endurance background, like as a runner in high school, right? Like he's ultra runner for years. He he is who you would transformed. Yeah. Other than again, trying to just take Frazier and say, train for this for a bit and do it fresh. Even still. I think Frazier would have a hard time. He would right now. He's on, he's on your program. He's on your program right now. Single, single leg assault bike and seated wall balls. (laughs) Those are good. Honestly. Can you think of anyone who would be more set up for it? Like who, who who would you pit against? If you had to have a, a, a world competition of all the people we can think of in this, you put Alec there. I put, put Hunter Wo- for the spectacle. Wooly for sure. I think Forrest Bogue yeah. could be a good one. I, um, I think actually Cole Schwartz. I know we make fun of him. I don't. I respect him. Yeah. But Cole, yeah. I, I think could, if you gave Matt Kempson Matt time Kempson, to prep for it, I totally. think he's, yeah. the kind, he's, the, he's a work capacity guy. That's a good one. Isaiah. Someone who's his sum Isaiah. is always more than the, his parts. Yeah. Like the hole is better than the show of his parts. He shows Always. up. Yeah, that's for he sure. Just, it's like Laura Weeks said championships just delivers. Is that a women's record? Less less people chase it, I guess. They did it in the CrossFit game, so we can see what a, a time. I'm cu- sure it was under times. 40. Yeah. He's done it a couple times. Yeah. And I don't know if there's ever a like hundred degrees on turf. Yeah. <laughs> there's a hill in the middle of it. They ran up out of the stadium. Yeah. Not ideal for fast time. Yeah, the uh, yeah, there was a one athlete who was Kara Saunders. Uh, she almost like died, like legit was like a zombie out there during it. Yeah. You would want a Miram type Van Roar. Oh yeah, type the squats. <laughs> just be you got to be able to to do three hundred nearly unbroken. I don't think unbroken matters, but you would have to be able to if you wanted to yeah. with a few shakeouts to be able to run after, but. Who's going to run sub six at the end? Like that's yeah. the person you have to start this building the perfect athlete and, with. And I'm probably misquoting this, but I think it was Rock's life who did a preview on every single athlete at high rocks elite 15, like what their PRs were in lifting. And they got to Miriam and she did something like almost 70 body weight squats in a row. What? Which, like, like on the oh, no, no. So on the bar on the bar. Oh, oh, oh. So I was like, like me oh. doing seventy body body weight squats at like one eighty five or something. That's not happening. And whatever she weighs, like that that's amazing strength endurance there. If you were allowed to take as many seconds in between reps as you wanted, as long as you didn't rack it, could you hit seventy for body weight? Yeah, seventy is a lot. Seventies <laughs> a lot. I mean, I did twenty at yeah. like a hundred pounds over body weight. Um, well, that's not nothing. That's good. Not nothing. So, but like seventy, maybe if I could just like chill, hang out. It's I think I'd a hundred percent need that. Uh, like the the foam on my disqual- back. Would, d- 
disqualified. Yeah. All right. How about the, the one every where you, 10 seconds, where you one the rep, front could you get 70 done? If what? Well, every 10 seconds, uh, a rep. Uh, every, every 10 seconds on the 10 second. Yep. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. I feel 15. like my core would get really sore towards the end of that. And that would start failing me at the, yeah, I'd be doing imams. Yeah. One rep by the end. <laughs> no, nah, I'd probably tap out at like 30 to 35. Yeah. That's get, crazy. I'd be like, again, I'm going like, to say it again. Isaiah. Isaiah. Could I, do I said him. He has freakish pushing as well. When he used to do his burpee challenges, yeah. when he did that 225 or 230 uh, for time, he made it like 208 or 210 or something before he started to struggle off the ground. Yeah. Like that is a ton of, and I'm, I might have the reps wrong, but I watched the entire thing and he just popped off the ground every single time. It was is is like something I'd never seen before. Yeah. Yeah. I do 30 in the middle of a Spartan race. And by 13, I'm <laughs> worming my way off the ground. Got it. Yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. you, do, you do the woods where you just don't touch the ground to half and up. Uh, all right. Let's talk about the high rocks qualifiers real quick. And this is not official. Jack, do you know kind of how, how it's working? Not, isn't it? Aren't there just more regional championships and only a certain amount of auto qualifiers and you need two times or so? I, I don't know the specifics. I've just heard bits and pieces. And that's kind of what they've released, right? They had a, an yeah. athlete briefing that they kind of, it seemed like it was less about collaboration and more about them just telling them what it's going to be. So I don't have it written down anywhere, but I'm just going to kind of tell off the top of my head. is They haven't listened to our podcast this year, basically. No. And I do want to put together a debate. About yeah. and having and laying out some different qualifiers, it's not going to matter because they're going to do what they are going to do. Um, again, event company, not a sport company, yeah. something we must keep in mind. If you just keep that in mind for them, it hurts a little bit less, but they're still like, you, why even do it at all? So, they're having four different regional qualifiers where it's still the Elite 15. So, the Elite 15 athletes in the world are the ones who are going to get first dibs at these regional qualifiers. And then at each qualifier, you're going to get three auto quali- automatic qualifiers, two world championships within those four regional qualifiers. So there's going to be a US, two Europe, and one like Asia Pacific. So, uh, so there's a potential 12 automatic qualifiers on the board. They're not going to do a roll down past those. So the same 15 go to every race and the same three win every single time. Then those three are the only ones who automatically qualify. And after that's time-based. So it's literally the same thing as this year, only more opportunities for the elite 15 to race their way into the world championships. There's, there is some kind of proposal for a, last chance qualifier. They don't know where it's going to be. They don't know when it's going to be. And that is when, and I think to qualify through that, it's the top two times combined, or maybe your top two times are what qualify you for world championships based off of time. And that's their solution for taking out outlier races. So I think that's kind of where we're at right now. And is it the same garbage where like you have to be ranked in the top 15 worldwide at the time of your regional championship in order to even be in that field? I believe so. And it's not your regional championship. It's just a regional championship. A, okay. So same deal. Europeans, North America, they, someone, Lauren could go and win every single one of them this year. It instance. could be the same 15 at all four if everybody wants to travel. 
and just keep guys like you out who might not have the time qualifier at that point. So they're still basing who gets to race these on potentially getting a fast course. Yes. They don't learn. But you have to do two to confirm it was fast. I don't back believe... Back-to-back Spain. I think that is... I think you have to do two if you're going to qualify for world championships on time. Not yeah. to qualify for the regional championships. Like, so you could do one... for regional championships. You uh, can do one, and then... Oh, I didn't know that. So it could be, like, the Spain race, and then... Or the Frank... or Frankfurt last year, right? That was what kept me out of North America. Like, eight guys yeah. from Frankfurt were in front of me for North American championship. So there could be one of those, and you could carry like use that time from November to reach all of these other races, all other four qualifiers, I believe. Wow. Is what it's like. So they still aren't having, now that they've had more regional races, they're not limiting you to the region that you qualified into. They're not doing that now. So same as last okay. year. Okay. So Meg and I talked about this briefly on our interview with her, which Rich, I know you don't listen to us, but she did really, really well. She's dynamic. But she crushed. Started. She's amazing. She's awesome. Yeah. yeah. But- so I'm just going to repeat briefly because a lot of people have heard this already, but I don't think it fixes things because it doesn't take care of the outlier thing. It just ensures that the people who have access to more outlier races still can get to them in the right. races in the U.S. <laughs> and over in Asia Pacific don't have as many opportunities. So it increases the chances that you get a bad course rather than making sure you didn't just get a fast course yep makes it worse it makes it worse for the u.s athletes yeah if, it makes it better for everyone else it makes it it doubles down on the biggest weakness of the system last year yeah if if you look at other sports like the olympics specifically they typically only have three or sometimes four athletes from a single country are ever allowed you want this to be a world championship you need the world I don't understand why someone from Europe should be allowed to win the Asia Pacific or the North American Regional Championship. Let the athletes who are from there be in charge of their their fate. You have three good ones from every single region. Just give them a chance. And I know that in uh, OCR, for instance, in Spartan Race, Sergei Paraligan, who won Spartan Race World Championship this last year, he has won the European and the Asia Pacific uh, uh, Regional Championship before, and they made a rule um afterwards that you must reside in the region in which you compete because they were like it's not fair that he's just going over there and you know these are the athletes who have run five to ten races this year and some someone just goes in and cherry picks and wins a bunch of money uh, he also won the middle eastern championship and middle east you're right yeah um and i don't i know he's from russia which maybe i don't know if he's on the asia or the european side what city he's from it means you don't have to follow the rules yeah yeah that's true. Um, but but bottom line says they, so on your passport. <laughs> yeah. They they implemented a rule just already in, in Spartan just to make sure that only the athletes from their region are able to do that. You saw Johnny Luna Lima and Alyssa Hawley and a few others at, uh Matt Novakovic, he went over to uh Scotland once to do the European championship with Kate Kramer and like their places didn't affect the podium right. at the end of the day. Look uh, at I don't Spartan. Think, Man, yeah. look at that. So it was a so two part rule. Yeah. They first implemented that you had to qualify in by running a race there. Yeah. And then they kept doing that, people with short flights, and then they progressed it. So they they took two logical steps towards it. It's time for High Rocks to do that. I think there's a, we have a lot of space to talk about what could be done, what could make sense, a lot of, a lot of areas that we could critique on this. And that's why I want to do a full episode. I think we could do a full two hours mm-hmm. 
on this, but that's just kind of like catching people up. That's what, and I don't know what the age group is looking like yet this year. I would imagine something similar to what they had done in previous years where you have to like, it's the, there it's spots allocated by amount of participants. Again, yeah. I don't think that's a great way to do it, but your man style though, there's at least precedent for that. True. Right. Like, yeah. you know, Jack, you said they look at other sports, which high rocks definitely don't. <laughs> no. I don't do that shit. No, they're like, we don't, we watch f- football. And that's what we're gonna. That's what we're gonna. Dave after that, Watson don't... likes F one. Hey, he and look at us. Sport. And look at us now. Look at Spartan yeah. now. Look what happened. Look at us. Um, I, I, I will say, like CrossFit's another good comparison, and I like what they did. They have, even though they're having a different weekend for their semifinals for everyone to make the games, it's the same exact events, but everybody qualified by a certain date ahead of time. Yes, of course. If you have if you had one of the later weeks uh, versus the first week, you can see what athletes did wrong in those events because you're being tested on the same things. But, but no I, advantage. I, I, everyone I, has I the do, same. Yeah, they essentially eliminated the opportunity of a Hong Kong where it's like, hey, you just happen to be able to travel the last week and now you made it. it. It's it's more like here's the date. Everyone's cut off. You have to live in this region, qualify through your region. That's it. I like the that plan way better. And qualify based off the strength of the region. Yes. They exactly. Have Where you have you have more athletes from this region because historically they've done better at the games over mm-hmm. the past decade plus first. This is a weaker region. You only have one to three qualifiers. So yep. Five, five, three, and two wild cards would make a lot of sense. Yeah, exactly. Like three for the Asia Pacific, right? Yeah. They're new. We can't be sure what's going on over there. Yeah. But so that's what that's kind of what we're looking at. So we need to figure <laughs> your boy needs. And I think initially they don't have a lot of the dates. It's looking like DC, which I think they just, or I think Matt reported on the date of that. It's in March sometime. I think that's going to be a North American championship. They released will be there. Megiddo yeah. will be there. He's going to respond to that thing. There's going to be two European races and right. The ones I mentioned, I don't I think they were just kind of saying examples. I don't think it's set in stone, but again, it might be, but they were both in Spain. And my thought was like, Okay, they because your times at this race won't count toward your your times for the season, right? So they're getting it out of the way. So they're thinking like Spain is the one that's fucked up. Instead of fixing it or fixing all the system, let's like make the championship races there. It's like it's like it doesn't fix anything. And they so still, what region does that represent? That's Europe. Europe but, gets two in the same country. Yes, that's what that's what the initial like layout was. And then Singapore was the. The pack region, right? Yes. Yeah. But but then think with the Spain thing right there, it's like you, you said that the last chance is based on fast times. You go to both of those, you have two fast times. Like well, those wouldn't count. They don't count because it's championship oh, racing. Oh, okay. Those wouldn't so count. It does help. But like, yeah, but instead just like allow them to run the race, but allow, but like make, yeah. have those people prove that they can race well somewhere else. Like, I don't care that their f- times are faster. Fine. Like, again, the cross country analogy is it. Like, you have a fast, you have a flat course, but uh, like this, the people had a hilly course, but eventually they meet and they race on a neutral course. And that's how you determine who goes to the next level or who wins the championships. But I don't know. You give people the chance to face each other and knock each other out. Correct. Of contention. Make it a sport. Yep. But, so that's just kind of catch people up again. A lot we could do. I'm going to hopefully try to get everybody on, on the same page so we can get some sort of little debate going on. Yep. Uh, so Jackie or uh, BK, this is your, you're going to be able to defend this. I believe it. I believe <laughs> that you can high rocks. 
That's, that's easy work for you. All the negative things I've thought about you all year, I'm just going to bring out right here <laughs> as high rocks. Negative points yeah. coming. I'm going to hide behind the moniker of high rocks. I'm going to tear you to pieces. <laughs> and then yeah. at the end, be like, I was just pretending I was high rocks. It's nothing personal. Mega yeah. negative points. Yeah. All right. Last thing I want to pitch you guys is just to kind of let you guys think about this for a little bit and then see what you got, what, what like, uh, what we can kind of make of this. So I, so we've, so I got this house, right? And there's been a bunch of house projects that we've been, that's been popping off. Right. And I just started ripping up the carpet down in the basement. First time taking on that project. And apparently you're supposed to cut up the carpet in smaller pieces, but I didn't do that. I just ripped it off from the side, rolled it up and just dragged it out. Manhandled. That's right. <laughs> Manhandled yep. that beast. And I was like, thank goodness my fitness is so high so that I can just like do this, all this preparation. So then I got thinking. So impressed. Yeah. You know, we like we we like to poke a little bit of fun at these pop-up events that are based around scenarios that literally we will are impossible for us to experience. Like being out in the woods with a pack on and needing to get 13 miles in one direction or in both directions as fast as we possibly can. Not the chances aren't zero, but if that happens, like, games. Yeah. right. Right. So like for me in real life, if that happens, like that's like, there's a major problem. The chances are again, aren't zero, but like probably pretty limited or like some sort of firearms. I don't own mm-hmm. a firearm. So if me being in a scenario to do that very low. So what if we had a games that tested people about like real, like real world stuff, like how well they could do yard work, how well they could like, but like for performance, but for performance, are you basically having people sign up and pay you money to mow your lawn? No, I want to see who would be the best at mowing the lawn, oh, like the okay. skill of it or the fitness of it. Fitness, not no subjective, not like gymnastics where we're like looking at it like it's art, but like it would okay. be like, but and it would still it wouldn't be the actual thing. It'd be like push a sled. A, mo- a, a light sled at a moderate pace for a long time. Hold your hands overhead and like screw something in for duration. That would be tough, honestly. Like changing yeah. light bulbs after a while. That got like, that. I was unscrewing that, something and I was like, yeah. I was in some pain. It's some lockout up there. Yeah. I, I One of it. my worst feeling instances this whole year was with yard work. I was uh, wrapping up an extension cord. And I whipped it around and it slapped right into my surgery site from my hernia. <laughs> Hit me right on the on the on the the stitches area with scar tissue and that's it worse just than the D. about I thought, killed me. I thought you were gonna say the D, but that sounds worse. <laughs> no. I mean odds are you're not you're not getting hit there. It's a numbers you're, game. You're not getting hit there. Uh so what do we think? Like what kind of events could we put together? For I mean, we, we could do like test your uh, lower body mobility. Like how long can you stay in a squat while picking weeds? That could be another one. Well, I have good insight on this because I am in the process of roofing my garage right now. Yes, exactly. So I'm in what tear kind off of, mode right now. What kind of it's fitness do we need for, for tear off 71 roofs? pounds per bundle of shingles on a Jacob's ladder. A scenario that people might face in real life. Yes, yeah. Jacob's Jacob ladder, seventy-one pounds. How many? How Donna many bundles Jacobs. can you move? <laughs> Could I you like, imagine like the getting off process on that? I do, you, do you dump it, or like do you, or is it? Is that just for duration, or is it yeah. for stacks? Could be duration, or you could actually have ladder set up, and you're just moving bundles up, down, left arm up, down, two I arm mean, up, down. How about most bags of groceries brought in at once? 
We all you do just, that. You just want a farmer's carry event. Yeah, just yeah. like well, it's practical. Should be no walls, no farmers carry. <laughs> but that's what it should be. Farmers carry, but like kind of moving sideways yeah. through doors and like yeah, yeah. moving around stuff. Move Couple stuff around. Yeah. 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 Agility. Child carry for sure. Is that a static hold? Is that a, a like a bent arm static hold? Or do you have, should you carry? Because I feel like a lot of times it's just kind of standing. I don't, again, I, don't I think know. there should be some sort of accelerometer or force meter in something you're holding and you have to do tasks without setting it off. <laughs> so it's, yeah, it's going to take some core stability, some, some stabilizing okay. ability, but you've got to be able to be dynamic with it. Like you can switch arms, that's fine, but you can't exceed like whatever the sensitivity rating is. Yeah. So that's more like a, like a, uh, like an operation kind of game where it's, you get buzzed. <laughs> it's probably going to be a balance on. course. Balance. Yeah, you got you, you need insights for the parent, the parent side of things. You like, because all I got is yard work and carpet. I stuff. like the idea of sort of a sled, like something on wheels, because you do that at the grocery store, you do that bringing your trash out. It's like just maneuverability. Could be an agility course. Unloading yeah. the bed of a truck, I think. Hmm. And nothing, Over, nothing that's awkward. Yes. And nothing heavy, right? Everything is like yeah. five to life weight, 15 yeah. pounds. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. So everyone's going to have the same score or, or I thought you were just doing it for vault. Would it be for time then? Or I assume so. Yeah. It'd be for yeah. time. I mean, there's five there pounds. Some... Everyone's going to have the same score. <laughs> it's going to be like yeah. no, no, photo no. finishes. So, yeah, well, it'd be multiple, multiple, multiple what, things. There, there's, there's some, there's some potential here. The yard games. There's some meat on this bone, right? Yeah. The yard games. Yeah. The real world. The real life the home games. games. Yeah. The, the actual, fa- the actual functional. Dad bod games, something like that. Dad bod games. Yeah. Yeah. Mandatory Ooh. footwear. It's sponsored by like those white New Balance shoes that all the dads wear. What are the Nike this ones? Point, I think it's Crocs. Really, I think I feel I Crocs are so dumb, but I understand like there's like an appropriate like use case for them. Like the slip on and off is is pretty nice. I have not worn. Sh- I don't have. I have, I have Ufus, right. and I have the Hoka uh, recovery. Yeah, they're I have not worn real shoes since I hurt my knee. I've just been wearing flip flops. You're out. Just, yeah. Do we all have? Do you have? Yeah. Do you have to perform in in flip flops and Crocs? Like, is that part of the deal? Like less than ideal footwear and like maybe my highest athletic attribute is performing in flip-flops oh really yeah this might be what you this might might be my thing this might be your thing yeah yeah i'm i'm pretty dynamic in (laughs) flip-flops okay yeah you know that there's some listener out there it's like brackets not as good as me in flip-flops i have blown out probably five to six flip-flops playing basketball oh yeah hooping them yeah whatever i'll do it all that's crazy. These are like thong flip flops. Yep. These aren't. These aren't slides. No. Slides would be hard. Slides Brad are dangerous. Thongs. Definitely dangerous. Yeah. We're, I think when's I, it gonna happen, Rich? You're in charge. Well, I'm just. I'm just. We're just. We're just brainstorming right now. Yeah, we yeah. gotta make sure it's a viable option. But it sounds yeah. like, you know, we have a lot of ideas. Let's let's it's like get the firefighter some... games, but just for yards. But for and uh, um, imagine the demographic. Imagine the numbers. How many people are are tactical athletes? None. And but imagine how many people just like do stuff at home. Everybody. Do you want real world applicability? So the market's there, huge. There were these kids in the. There's like some bushes and like a little path uh, between the houses behind um, behind my house. And a couple of years ago, a um, couple of the the little kids they ended up uh, lighting off 
a little fire and then it spread and it caught the house on fire next to me and i had a home depot bucket and the we were waiting for the uh the fire department to get there and a home depot bucket i filled it with water on the side of the house with, with the the faucet and then went out there probably seven or eight different times um had to go down a hill and then back up and stuff and i put out the fire before the fire department came there so like real world applicability of uh of a bucket carry the old there school style also i had to, had to carry it in front front loaded yeah mm-hmm I had that. I think terrain race. I added a bucket carry one time when it was filled with water. I was like, "What the fuck?" I was like, just splashing it out of there, out of here. Yeah. sprinting with an empty bucket. That. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, some listeners should, should chime in. We'll have the home games. My very first Spartan race, there was a tire carry, and it was like up and down ravines, and people were just like rolling it down. You just cross <laughs> over the top of the hill, get to the bottom. That was good. That was a good move. Got to carry. <laughs> Unless you're the volunteer at the bottom, and then you're like, there was no one. It was like you start at the top, get to the bottom, up, down, up, return it. Yeah. So it's just two hill carries with chase your tire. <laughs> I don't remember if this was an actual like a race that was regional or one that was like actually big and popular. But there was there was one that people were dropping their buckets and they were just rolling down the hills and just like an actual hazard. Cool. Like flying down. This must have been when the lids were on, right? Yeah. What What's the biggest hazard you've had in a race? Probably you, you, Bracken. I'm assuming it was that Florida swamp one when you almost got eaten by alligators and stuff. There's gators, and we I got hit on the foot by a snake strike. Two hundred meters into the race, it slapped the side of my foot. It was in the middle. There's this uh, brown snake. I don't know if it was a moccasin or what. And suddenly uh, people just start splitting around and it's just like, and it hit my side of my foot. And I ran for like, with the gators, same mile, like, did it, is it, is my foot tingling? And Hobie's like, first obstacle. I think I just got bit. Yeah. Same race. I saw that runaway truck tire was the worst I've ever seen. Yeah. That's pretty scary. That video alongside with that brown bear that almost, or black bear that almost took out face Denny. Oh, right. I saw a rattlesnake at Fort Carson last year, but um, there was one that was, uh, it was the battle frog in Houston. And you know how sometimes you'll see those like drainage, uh, like a slope, like a really big slope is probably like 50 feet tall. And then they put some rocks and stuff to make it so that the water just doesn't come smooth. It, It kind of breaks it up and slows this flow on the way down. It was like this big drainage canal and you had to traverse across those with water rushing down it and stuff. And I remember that being like one of the the sketchy that I'm like, someone's going to go mm-hmm. like 50 feet down this thing in between these and just slide to the bottom and crash. But I'm sure it happened. That was hazardous. Rich, how about you? Um, I don't know. Yeah. Probably just anytime going up, a going, de- going down any descent at any Spartan race <laughs> that's ever existed. That's been the, that's been the most hazardous time yeah. that I've ever been. I did a race in New Zealand with like three to four foot eels in the rivers. What? Yeah. Meat eating toothy, toothy guys. Electric eels like the cartoons? No. It, like look up New Zealand lake eels. Big, black, thick, long. I'll fuck you up. Nightmare stuff. All right, so we accomplished a lot today. Yeah, this is good. Good talk. What do, what do we have? Uh, what do we have on the agenda? What's next in terms of sport that we could look forward to? Uh, Battle Bunker is this weekend. High Rocks New York is this weekend. Battle Bunker Regional East 
is this weekend. So that'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. That'll be something that I'm on the fence about going to the West one. I'm signed up. I'm not going to prepare in any way. I'm going to make a Instagram post. It's going to let everybody know that I'm not preparing in any way so yeah. that I, I already have that kind of baked in. Right. Gotta have that's, that's, that's obligate. It's an obligation that I must and a tradition that I must uphold. Yeah. In this we can spend some time on the podcast talking about it if you want to also just another platform. Yeah. Just to completely make excuses. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm for it. Yeah. And then when is the Deca next Carolina Deca fit Carolina? That's in like two weekends. or three. It's the 24th. So it's the next savage situation. When's Ohio? It's usually in that, June. So I believe that is coming, coming up. up soon. Yeah. So, but I don't. Yeah. You should know that. Are you on the, are you on the mic? Probably. Unless I, unless, unless I got dumped from that too. Yeah, it happens. Find out. So there's some there is some stuff afoot. Yeah, the that's 17th. So that will be soon as well. So we'll have some things looking at High Rocks again. Maybe we'll try to get that debate up and rolling next weekend, but I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. Jack, you know who we got on the podcast this week? Interviewing tomorrow. Aaron Salman. The uh, high school miler guy? Mm -hmm. Really? A high school kid? Sub four. Mm-hmm. What are you gonna talk to a high school kid about? I don't like chicks. Yeah, definitely, man. <laughs> he's sub four. He's Nike cross champ, I believe. Yeah, uh, I he's, thought it was like Newberry Park, like uh, Nico. He, you know, he's run with the twins and all that stuff. So. He has a twin brother, also. Yeah, Connor or sorry, not a twin. The not young brothers. They have twins, yeah, but I think a, not a twin on his side. But he has a, a very talented runner brother. Might be a year ahead. Like Connor, I think Salmon. Is he committed? Like to us? No, is he, in, is he in high school or is he going or is he in college? He's in high school. Okay. That's is he? Cool. Is he? Does where is he going to school next year? You know? I mean, I assume NAU. The, uh, yeah. Just... Wait, who is it? He goes Stanford NAU. Aaron Salmon. Hmm. Uh, Newbury Park graduates this year. NAU twenty twenty seven. Yep. He's one of the Newbury Park kids. Yeah. They have a faster miler than the than the twins. You're not paying enough attention to teenagers, Rich. I, I must be out. I must be out. What am I? What? Why am I confused? Miles split stats. What does he have? Oh, of course, it's all blurred out. They don't list results. So never mind. I don't have them. Get that premium. I'm gonna be uh, using so many trendy new phrases with this kid. Dude, you're like be all Gen Gen Z up Word. in that yeah. whatever Zen we're in. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to just spam him with phrases that I found in Urban Dictionary. You're going to be so old. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, what are you going to be like, hey, man, what's up, dude? He's going to be like, no one. I don't know. Like, yeah. He went so No one wears visors flipped up anymore. <laughs> like, whatever. Your puka, puka shells. Yeah. <laughs> 148.91, 405. Yeah, he's, he's got some wheels. Nice. And you got Meg Jacoby on live now? Yep, she's up. What was your training Tuesday? This was, uh, we just got done breaking down the training schedule styles. Now we're starting with the styles of quality workout. So talking about what really is speed work and what do you need? Hmm. You've done this one before? Did a version of it probably a year and a half, two years ago. Got new listeners. They need to know. People need to be reminded. We're This is probably about the most frustrating question I get asked by athletes, which is, why don't we have enough speed work? Or I need more. I just need more speed work. I've got to be sprinting more often. I'm just not fat. My engine's good. I'm just not fast enough. 
you're wrong. And they just so, misinterpret what speed really means and how yeah. to get faster at it. Speed extension. And the word engine is always one that people, I need a bigger engine. It's like, you need a bigger gas tank. <laughs> your, <laughs> engine, your engine's probably fine, but it's burning through your energy way faster. So yeah. let's, yeah. let's work on some gas yeah. tank. Whenever someone says, my endurance is great. I just need to be faster. I think, okay, so you're really good at moving slow for a long time. <laughs> right. Yeah. Everyone has good enough endurance if you go slow enough. <laughs> right. Right. Move a little bit faster after yeah. a long time. That's what you're not good at. That's what endurance training is. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna try that. Not. I'm gonna try that nine day out. BK. Starting. Yeah. The, starting this week. Doing. You know who else said they're gonna try it? Nicole Miracle. <laughs> I'm not trying it. I'm done. I'm out. I'm out then. She's about to take over the hybrid space. No. Yeah. <laughs> it's coming for you. If they. Yeah. I mean, she knows there's gonna be heavy weight. You know. Yeah. Becca is never going to be heavy. Becca is never going to be heavy. Yeah. She's going to do, do well at Decca. Yeah. yeah, I think she will. I think she will. Bracken, real quick. I, I thought that there was some high schooler from Newbury Park who just like tore his hip or IT. All, that's him? Okay. Yeah. So it is the guy? Said it was, someone said it was IT band tear, but then he signed up to run that big uh, high school mile record attempt and DNF'd. Gotcha. So he's got to... something going on with it. But yeah. I doubt you could race with a tear. <laughs> yeah, got to co- connecting with the youths. You're gonna have your. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's gonna be exploding with the fifteen to nineteen. Oh yeah, yeah, we're we're pretty lit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's perfect, squad. Great seeing you. We'll talk to you soon.